Yeah, it's interesting, man. I've, like I said, I've been, I've been looking, trying to look a little bit at say, you know, say is supposedly the fastest block time, and it, they're building the say network for game for gaming. So I'm just interested to see how this whole gaming narrative plays out. Like it's like you said, like the 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 speed and the and and the technology is catching up to where like it it needs to use it's usable, but you got to have that user interface and you, you got to have all the endeavor to, to build out the so it's all working in the background and the user doesn't even really know that you know yeah because yeah. the way ccip works is that like if your bank ultimately is connected via swift through ccip then what that means is when you want to pay for a video game asset or an nft or whatever um your your money will literally just come out of your bank and go right into crypto. There is no actual like going to a centralized exchange. There is no converting of that money to crypto, et cetera, et cetera. All the shit that we do now would be just be gone. So to me, that's like it's bullish in that if they can execute on what they're planning, to me, like owning the coin and what it might imply for the coin price is worth the risk. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. But, you know, a lot of execution um, <clears throat> between now and having that type of world materialize. Um, yeah. You know, but like, and how does this differ from the world we live in now? Like, you know, you could do a lot of cool shit in the world today. You don't need any of this shit technically for a lot of stuff we do. Um, you know, like, how does this benefit everybody? A lot of it's just like interesting things for like banks and stuff. Ultimately, you know who makes money off of all this? It's not you and me. The people that make the most money off of these type of things is going to be banks because if it benefits in the background to create like interesting new financial products and wrap them in different things, they love doing that. You know, the banks love Ponzi's more than anybody, really. Like, and of course, yeah. the financial is this sort of financialization of real world assets is like that's their next big market, right? That they, they want to be able to like take artwork or some shit and tokenize it and then like make you pay more for it and make you have to pay fees for it. You're going to go get an interest, you know, you're going to go borrow money so you can buy, you know, the next Michelangelo or whatever, you know, like all of this nonsense is where they make a ton of money in the background. And it just creates a bunch of, you know, it's like a bunch of Ponzi-nomic activity, really, to some extent. But but they do, the, yeah. like the banking industry does enjoy that shit. Like, otherwise, you know, <laughs> um, we wouldn't have the, 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 all the lending and borrowing we do today. <clears throat> with Americans buying a bunch of useless shit they don't need, right? Right, right, and and they they love making the 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 two point five percent fee off of you know a a sale of a a car loan or whatever. You know, it's like yeah, if you got to oh, yeah. take out a car, if you got to take out a car loan, you look at all the fees. You know, it's like oh yeah, seriously. look look at Visa, Mastercard, look at their earnings, look how much money they make. Um, and they're not even the ones like taking the risk for the actual loan; they're just the transaction layer. So Link is trying to be that transaction rail, in a sense, between crypto and stocks and Swift and whatever. So it's a bit more far reaching than uh, something like a Visa and MasterCard, which is only a connection between your bank and your merchants, right? This would be connected between banks, your stocks, your merchants, uh, basically everything. Like, you know, that's that's their ambition. So whether they can make that 
you know, bring back value to the link token. That's a whole nother thing. I'd like, I'll reserve judgment on that until I see it, but like, you know, uh, good, good enough for me to gamble on it. I would say. Yeah. That's the whole, that's the whole big question. Market cap of about 7.8 billion right now on, yeah. on chain link. Pretty low. Like, and it's not, it's only like a quarter of what it was for its all time high. So that's, that's a good sign. Yeah. All-time so, high was, what, 51 or something 53, like that? 53, yeah. yeah. And the odds of Chainlink getting back to all-time high, I would say this. If Chainlink can't get back to its all-time high, then nothing's going back to its high. It's, like, it's almost like, what the, like, you know, because there's some... It has one of the best narratives. It's one of the best narratives, exactly. It's like one of the best um, fundamentals and narratives and everything. So yeah. um, that's not to say that some things don't run. Like Solana performed better than Chainlink already. Yeah. Off the bottom. Like Solana was eight bucks at the bottom. It's 88 right now. It's already pulled a 10 X. Yeah. Cause it, it crashed so hard and link off its actual bottom at like five bucks has pulled basically a three X assuming you bought the exact bottom, which most people did not. But um, yeah, it's interesting how uh, some of the things that like is Solana worth that. I'm not sure. Is Solana that great? Am I missing something? Like should I own a lot more? Should I own a lot more Solana for some reason? A lot of the a lot of the ETH a lot of the ETH NFT traders moved over to Solana because there was just the volume was moving over there and it was just. But you think all of Solana is pretty much just like retail degen money for the most part, or it's yeah, it's meme coins, it's meme coins and NFT. But market cap's pretty high for it for just to be that only. Which is interesting. Yeah. Like, who is buying all this Solana? Because it's like a thirty-eight <laughs> billion market cap, um, you know. And like, I still haven't figured out. Someone's got to tell me. Like, like if someone could give me a cogent reason why XRP is worth its market cap, I'd love to hear it. Like, someone has that narrative, like that story to tell me. It's the third twenty-eight billion dollar market cap. Someone has to explain to me why it's that high. Uh, FDV, by the way, is fifty-one billion. So this puts it at like, um, like a three x above Chainlink. Like, what in the world yeah. does XRP actually do? I've 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 asked that question. I've wondered that question myself too. Why is it in the Why is it in the top <laughs> top five or six? You know, you, you take out Tether and it's in the top five. Yeah, I mean, like what. What's who's using it? Is is it really getting used that much to have that twenty eight billion dollar market cap? I mean, I, I yeah. I mean, I can understand it's twenty eighteen market cap having pumped to infinity like it was up to three dollars and forty cents. Um, that was ripple. very funny. I mean, but yeah, ripple, but that pulled more like an IC. That was more of an ICP type of move. It was like back in twenty eighteen, the markets for things like XRP were very liquid. The fact that it pumped so high makes a lot yeah. of you know, it just shit just did this sort of thing. Internet computer did the same thing. So early coin, very liquid. Okay, I can understand that. But today for its market cap to be twenty seven billion, like maybe Wabi over here knows the answer. He's he's in there. Like like why? Like what does it do? And even if Ripple does partnerships and stuff, that has like nothing to do with actual value accrual mechanism for the Ripple token. But then there's this ta- this Ton coin. I think that's but, the Telegram. But do you, right? but do you believe, like, but legitimately, do you think it's just sheer value of like the the link? I mean, I'm sorry, the XRP army crowd. Is that what it is? Like, is that no? It's, is it just pure shilling and people just sort of jump in and buy it? Is that it? Like, 
I don't know. Like, are I there like actual the institutions, ripple. the institutions that want this yeah. thing, or am I missing something? I don't, is Ripple used that much in Asia? I like. I don't know the whole connection. Well, Ripple, Ripple is like a company that does some banking shit, and you know the billionaire owner of the company and whatever is um, right. like supposed to be That's the company legit. behind XRP, right? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the company's apparently legit and doing things. I still don't understand what it has to do with getting value to the XRP token. That's what I'm not sure of. I don't get it. Like, does it, is there, if there's someone who has a YouTube or something to share that like explains what in the fuck, why XRP's market cap is what it is. I'm all ears, man. Like, why is it worth that much? Yeah. I mean, if you can convince me, I should be an XRP. Someone convinced me I should be an XRP owner. Like, you know, uh, Chugs has like nominal understanding of this and he was like, you know, he's bullish on it or something. But like the only thing I heard out of him was like the usual shit that they talk about in the, uh, in like the usual sort of you know XRP circles. But nothing that tells me explicitly like what the what good it is. So I I don't know. Maybe it's just memeology. Maybe it's like just you know somehow or another um, you know yeah. they were able to just the, get a bunch of people to buy it. I don't know. Is the money just stuck and no one's moving it? Like no one's moving the, the coins. I don't know. It's, to some extent, that's what it is. I mean, it's it it has put in higher lows though. See, like back in the um, like the COVID crash time, it was a, it was um, what was the price of the thing? It was uh, like fourteen cents, mm-hmm. and it went through the the this recent bull run, and then its low was about thirty two cents, so a two x of its lows, and then now it's at like fifty one cents, and it. And it peaked at like, I think with that SEC lawsuit shit, it peaked at like 74 cents and everyone got excited. So it's, it's market cap has been even higher than this. It's been almost like close to 50 billion this last year. So, um, and it has, it is much harder to keep a market cap this large or this long without having some sort of legitimate reason for people to own it. Like, I don't know. There's other things that have been around that long, like Monero. Monero is like one-tenth the market cap of XRP as a reference point. And at least Monero is useful for something. and It's private. <laughs> like That's the use utility. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. has no particular utility to anybody, except you can transfer it to people. Yeah, so that, I don't... It, It's peer-to-peer, but like that's it. I don't know. It's been a mystery to me. Have you noticed... I mean, I try to keep an eye on the top 30. Have you noticed Injective has had a little bit of a pullback? It was at 40. And oh, yeah. Like it. But Injective is creeping up on the top 30. It's getting really close. It's just behind Optimism, and it's around 2.8 billion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been getting a lot of... Uh, thing about TV Injective is it has a good shield cartel, but it mm-hmm. doesn't really do anything special. Does it? Am I missing something? DeFi. It's got some serious DeFi going on over there. They, they've got has a uh, little bit of DeFi where they have like Helix and like Astroport there. I mean, come on. Yeah, they've got Black. Uh, there's a Black Panther. I think it's a uh, ter- some of the Terror devs went over there. They got some good per- perpetuals. It's their new perps. Okay. Um, so they've got they've got um, leverage perps going over there now, and I think. But what are you, what are you trading on these leverage perps exactly? What's I think you can trade on all kinds. What is it called? Have, uh, Black Panther? Have, yeah, I think it's Black Panther or Panther here. Hold on, let me check. All right, Black Panther on Injective. Let's see what this fucking thing does. Like, <laughs> um, Let's see. Black Panther underscore Phi, maybe? Hub yep. Injective. Yep, Black um, Panther underscore Phi. It's, they got 69K followers. Um, it's 
Yeah, I think it's just perps, trading vaults. 69K, 64K followers. What the hell are they doing on this thing? Let's see. Who knows uh, how many of those are real? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, too. Um, let me see. What's their link tree here? Um, like, How do you go? Okay, here it is. Launch app. I think I briefly looked at this before. I haven't spent that much time on it, but I know they've been getting country, it. Restricted country. Let me turn my VPN yeah, on. Here. Turn the VPN on. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's... I think it's kind of like, you know, you're saying it's like if you've got the big VC backing and I don't know if finance is backing them, like you got to have the big heavy hitters behind you. Kind of like, you know, what, um, oh, like say, and you know. My, my problem uh, in DeFi is like, you're just trading just nonsense coins back and forth. It's like, it's not interesting enough. Like you need, you, what you need in, what you need to do well um in in bots and other platforms is you need you need directional um you need assets that are uncorrelated you need things that go up when other things are going down and if you can get that access then it makes sense to be okay so here's what they got they got vaults on this black panther thing and they include things like bnb tether injective tether bnb usdt atom usdt um, there is kind of a grid trading concept here, um, where you can, uh, yeah, that's, we looked at this before. It's like you, you can grid trade by setting some ranges and you can kind of do like grid trade bot type ideas. So if it's the Terra devs that built this, this is one of the things I was asking for before on Terra and yeah. it never actually happened. Um, yeah. so they seem to be making progress. Um, what kind of API, APYs are they getting? So... These vaults basically that are grid trading in the background are pulling decent yields. So, for example, the Atom USDT grid trade is making a yield of 49%, which makes more sense than owning the Atom and actually staking it. So, grid trading usually makes around this type of money. It's usually making 40 to 100%. Uh, is, this, is this all automatic? Is this automated trading? Like you just throw, yep. you just throw your coins in there, and it does all this. Yeah, it's, it's just churning some shit in the background. I don't believe it's going to create tons of. Um, yeah, I don't think you, you just simply stake into that vault. I believe, and therefore, like you don't have to pay a bunch of bot trading fees. You can see the orders taking place within the ecosystem where buys and sells are happening by the bot. But you all you're doing is you're contributing to the 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 algorithm that's already in play. Yeah. Your money goes into the vault. It's capital efficient because you don't have to pay taxes on every move yep. up and down. Yep. You're not it's not a tax event. You just throw the money in there and yep. you don't know what's you're, you're only paying a tax when you claim it. So this is actually better than KuCoin and stuff in that respect. So this type of thing is what I was waiting for. So this is really interesting. Um, it, it is like, okay, let me bookmark this. Maybe I'll play with this at some point. Um, <clears throat> so and we're talking about trade.blackpanther.fi, if anyone cares. So you have vaults for like just grid botting different things. So like Adam USDT. Adam's always been pretty volatile, actually. It's a good, it's a good bot trading coin. The only yeah, problem with that it stays is, in that range, right? You want you know to coin that. You know what would have been better though is if they had ST Adam slash USDT. 
that would be the cap most capital efficient way to do this. Why they chose Adam, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Because you're losing your staking yield on Adam if you do it like that, right? Because your staking yield's like another 14%. Why would you want to give that up? Because the volatility of ST Adam is the same as Adam. So like you'd want to get the yield and the staking yield too. Yeah, maybe it's just not the volume. I don't know. But I, I haven't looked that much at, at it. But just back to what you're saying on objective, it's it's kind of like the cutting edge DeFi that <laughs> mm -hmm. they're they kind of have like, you know, they're they're they've got the Ethereum people coming over and you've got the best of both worlds. You got the, the IBC world and you got the uh, Ethereum world playing around on there. Mm -hmm. So So yeah, these bot trading look interesting. Um, there's an autism injective one, if anyone cares. It's got a 11.9% yield bot trading the autism injective pair. Um, that's pretty cool. Mm, maybe I'll save my autism tokens and dump them in here. Might as well put them to work, right? <laughs> the, I mean... It's something. Mm, let's see. What else do they have in here? Um, then they have a dashboard that shows you... I don't know if it shows you how much... Um, yeah, it shows you how much you have staked. It shows you their value. I guess it'll show you how much um, yield you're making on the different things. But what you like, where, where Chainlink CCIP matters is imagine this whole thing, except imagine being able to use, like, instead of the dollar, which devalues with time, let's say you're able to use, like, um, I don't know. Um, Let's say you're able to use ST Atom, which gives you the staking yield, but you bot traded against gold, like Pax G. So now you have two different assets, and they, they tend to move in different directions too. Because like the dollar is stable versus Atom. Uh, a lot of times, gold actually trades directionally different than crypto, which means you're getting a wider delta on your bot trading trades, and you might get an even higher yield potentially mm, with that. And by the way, this trading APIs on APYs in the system uh, are going to be more when there's volatility in that particular coin. So, like the injective USDT trading APY is 107%, which is damn good, by the way. If you think about it, you're doubling your injective bag uh, within like a year if you continue with that volatility. Now, it's not to say that volatility will stay like that. And typically, you do better on grid trading on to the upside, um, unless you enter the grid at the top and the price of everything falls, um, and you happen to be more in cash than in your in your asset you want. You actually do better. But yeah, I don't know how it. I don't know how good this thing lets you set up the different options. And you can short. You can you can set up. Are there are there like? I, I haven't looked at it all, but I tell you, I mean. The, the the leverage perpetual stuff. I mean, you're talking advanced advanced DeFi stuff there. And well, this isn't I mean, perpetual. This is simply this is just bot trading. Yeah, this is bot trading. The the this grid bots basically, which is pretty straightforward. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not too complex if you learn how grids work. But mm, delegate to our validator. Yeah, so it's basically a bot grid trading platform. Is what this is. Yeah. Um, There's some other stuff. I, I just think it's interesting that you've got Injective creeping up on the top 30 and you got Celestia just behind it, at, I think at 37. At least that's on CoinGecko. Um, and Adam has been slowly dropping in the mid-20s. In the mid 
Um, Adam used to be the hub used to be above the, in the top 20 and they're mid 25 and you got objective creeping up, breaking into the top 30. So I don't know. It's just an interesting narrative. It's kind of like you were asking me, like, I don't, you know, aside from this inscription stuff happening on the hub, I don't think there's just a lot of it. There's not a lot of narrative or attention. And I think you've said it before, like half of it is narrative and marketing, you know? Mm. Mm. Monero's at 29. Yeah. You mean just digging through the top coins and things. Yeah, I'm just looking at the top 30 right now. You mentioned ton earlier. What is what, what is that all about anyway? I haven't really researched that one. It's going it's the Telegram. That's the Telegram coin. Mm, yeah. The thing mooned quite a bit like It did. And when like, was it? That's a little bit well, it, Is it a justified moon or is it like one of these bullshit moons? I have not been paying that much attention to it, but um like is it one of these things that's kind of it has legs and it's going to stick around maybe? 7 billion market cap. What? Yeah, it was a buck twenty back in August of last year, and now it's above two dollars. So Who's buying? It it. What's the point? I mean, tell it, tell it, Telegram is gonna is Telegram gonna launch its own coin? Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand how integrated it is into Telegram. The Ton Coin is a decentralized layer one blockchain developed in 2018 by Telegram, later taken over by the Ton Foundation, and renamed the Open Network. TON is the native cryptocurrency of the TON network and is used for network operations, transactions, games, or collectibles built on TON. So it's not related to Telegram anymore. It used to be at some point. Yeah, but I, I think I think the the idea behind it is mo a lot of devs use Telegram. And if they were to do some type of an airdrop or some type of something I, I i don't understand why it's bumped since, since august but um that is something else that like are, are they going to try to entice more devs to build on network top? operations transactions games or collectibles built on ton what is it what is the execution layer of this thing is it like a cosmosm like what is this no thing? i don't know what they're using i don't know what STK is it evm I, I don't like they didn't invent a whole new thing did they <laughs> no i don't think so I don't know. What is it built on? Let me see. Um, it's one of these things where it's like, if I really want to look at the white paper. Um, here, Nikolai Durov, based on the work of Nikolai Durov. Um, let's see. Introduction. Fast, secure, and scalable blockchain network project capable of handling millions of transactions per second if necessary. That's pretty much everyone says that. The text, mm, yeah, let's see. It's not on any big, big exchanges. I guess it's on Bybit, Bybit, Mexi, Kuku. Oh, it is on Google. So it's a sharded system. It's similar in some ways to like um, eGold, basically, in that sense. Um, let's see. Kadem Kademlia-like distributed hash tables, overlay networks, and multicasting messaging. Yeah, it's its own thing for sure. Um, it's not based on somebody else's platform. I, I don't know if it's. Um, yeah, I don't know if it, the inflation on it or whatever. I, I have not looked at it that much. I just know it. Yeah, the tokenomics and how this thing works and whatever. Yeah, it's it's in the top top twenty. I know that. Like, who's buying the pumpamentals of this thing? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's wedged right between Chainlink and Polygon on on uh, CoinGecko. So. 
Yeah. Yeah. Does does it do something so miraculous? It's worth Chainlink's market cap. It's yeah. Like what? The fuck is on this thing? Seriously, I'm like, I'm now I'm interested in figuring out like, did they actually build something or is it pure vaporware? Eight billion dollar vaporware. I don't know if it's. Yeah, I'm giving you a couple things to look at, Steffi. At least. Uh... Yeah. Let me see. I'm looking here at this. Validators, blockchain comparison, analyzing the benefits of ton. Let's see. Multi-chain project with generally support for all transactions. Um, let's see if it says like the comparison here. This is when we need up. I don't. I mean, but block up, time. Yeah, five seconds for ton. Twelve right? seconds for Ethereum and one second for Solana. Time to finality under six seconds. Simple transaction performance is high. Complex transaction performance is high. Sharding support. Max two to the sixtieth power shards per work chain. Cross shard communication near instant. Um, so it's a sharding chain. It's very similar to eGold and you know near and stuff like that. I think. Um, you said it's a six second block time. Six second finality. Finality transaction finality. Okay. Yeah, under six second finality. But I don't know why it's, yeah. Yeah, well, it's valuation being what it is, is what I'm questioning. Like, Mm -hmm. did they they achieve some sort of DeFi on this thing? Or is it literally like... I don't know if anyone's even using it. I I knew there was the telegram connection. Accept payments, apps and services. Okay, let's see what, let's see what apps and services they have. They have a ton. I'm not going to see, there's probably a ton because anytime there's like, oh, you have to open telegram to open it. Um, to look at it, what's that all about? So I guess it still has some Telegram-based something. I guess the apps and services you use are within. Shit, I don't yeah, know. Install them. It's it's all Telegram. They I think it's got all. They want to integrate this. I mean, from the the very small little bit I know about it was kind of merging a blockchain with the telegram app to where you can just send coins to anyone you can do DeFi on on your telegram app like okay if, so, if so the bullishness of this project has to do with like your bullishness on telegram being useful it's sort of like yes. if it'd be like if x created a you know a blockchain mm-hmm. or something yeah because telegram is a, a messaging is a predominant messaging app for your tech savvy yeah people so their concept is is the ultimately the unlike access to 800 million telegram audience i didn't realize telegram had 800 million people on it well there there's your bullishness then so what they're saying is basically that like the telegram mini apps um that you could build on this platform and connect these different coins and things with ton this is the idea behind it and i guess the telegram yes. folks decided to break away from this for some reason because um it, it had to have been some re- regulatory, regulatory shit, probably. Yeah. yeah. They, so they, you know, spun it off into its own little company, you know. I mean, I didn't realize Telegram was such a big messaging app. I mean, it, it's right up there with, with what, what WhatsApp. And all. I mean, if you got, what, 800 million users, they're, they're getting close to, not that many of them are close to a billion, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's, I guess that's where this is coming from is this just this, like access to telegram users and they'll create little apps that people can use. I'm not sure how popular that stuff will be, but I guess with mm, 800 million theoretical you know telegram what? users. I remember Wabi talk. I think Wabi was talking to somebody on what his, uh, I don't know if it was because Bitcoin or something like that, mm-hmm. but it was last year and someone came in and started talking about this and it was right before the pump. And yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that was the narrative. It's like just doing DeFi on telegram, which I, I'm not a big telegram fan. <laughs> mm. And me neither. Because, I, I hate these apps. Cause like, I don't know. You, I, I you keep never a couple of people. I have a couple you of people that I have connected, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like just too many damn messages and shit for me to bother. Yeah. With. And, and are you gonna? I'm not gonna link. Are you gonna link up one of your main wallets that has like 50k in it to some Telegram bot? Like hell no. <laughs> 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 well, they they might have created some like they might have created some sort of security layers for that purpose. Um, yeah. If, if there's a firewall, and I know sub wallets or who knows yeah. who knows what. Yeah, there's probably a way to do. Yeah. Like so maybe have public facing wallets versus public or whatever private. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. I might, I don't know, that kind of sparked my interest on it now. And uh, I mean, even though it's at $2 and a $7 billion market cap, if they do, I mean, it might be too late, but if, if they start implementing what they're planning, it could. It, it, but it's like you said, you know, it's like, is it really worth that much right now? Well, I, I would have to reconnect my, I don't have this laptop connected to my Telegram. Um, so it's like, I'd have to, to actually look yeah. at the apps and see what they do after connected, and I'm not in the mood to put Telegram on this laptop. You don't have, but do you have Telegram if I, on if, your I, phone? if I, if I, if yeah, because if I put it on my laptop, it's gonna freaking, the it's gonna beep every six seconds, and I don't want that shit. Well, I guess I could turn the notifications off, or whatever. But like, I don't know. I Telegram's fucking annoying. Yeah, if if you have to use Telegram for work or some project or something, I get it. But like, Jesus, like, um keeping track of those messages and stuff is just wasted. Like it's just not entertaining to me. Like I'd rather just go watch like I, with my problem is I'm already like overstimulated with too many messages and things from work emails and this and that. It's like the last thing I want is another notification between texts and emails. Right. So that's the problem with telegram for me. Yeah. Maybe I'm just, I'm, uh, I'm interested to see where we go with Bitcoin between now and, uh, what is it? They're projecting what mid-April now, or the end of March for the happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's only—I think it's under eighty-eight days or something like that. But That's what I'm guessing uh, that with, without a COVID crash this time, mm-hmm. I think we replicate like 2016. Yeah. Oh, and, I forgot. It, it, it is an election, and it is an election year. I mean, the, there could be the next pandemic right around the corner, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forgot all about the election yeah we gotta we gotta you never know what's gonna keep people locked in their in their you know apartments so they can't but i mean even away. as even as early as like middle of um this last year like btc dropped from 31k down to like 25 these sorts of percentage percentage moves are very very common so um usually what happens is is that if you get a good flush things move up faster you get the you get the velocity back. Um, yeah, like that was a twenty two percent move, for example. 
the current move that we just made, like from the top to bottom, was twenty two percent. What when when Bitcoin went from forty six down to like thirty eight ish or whatever? Yeah, it was like four, uh, it was almost forty nine actually. Forty nine down to was the top thirty eight right around that with whatever it was, it was like twenty some odd percent. So these pullbacks are pretty common, but it's, assuming that's just normal chop, that's just the usual. Then um, and you say, okay, well, I, well, like, could it just simply go up and to the right, you know, for the next yeah, year? Everyone's yeah, been like, exiting out of grayscale, so the grayscale exit, the grayscale fund has been absorbed by the other two. That yep, big- it's already been absorbed, so like, or 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 more. So I think that's not a problem. So you're going to find that what'll happen is is that once it's discovered, everyone's like, oh yeah, we feel comfortable. People are going to start piling in the leverage again, and you're going to get another pump. It wouldn't shock me at all to hit 50k, like in no time, like within a month. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. And then, like, if it, it could get rejected there, because you know, again, any kind of like leverage fueled pump is going to have a pullback. Well, but let, um, let me ask you this: Don't you, th- if if you were Mike, Michael Saylor, wouldn't you be sleeping better now that BlackRock and Fidelity own? almost oh, as much yeah. bitcoin as you do <laughs> yeah michael saylor's like i win that's pretty much his deal at this point yeah like he's he, he's getting he's, the, he's getting institutions and etfs to pump his bags like what else does he want at this point nothing all he has to do is sit and wait now sit and wait and watch it go to watch mm-hmm. bitcoin go to 100k i mean if you look yeah. at 2023 though um we spent a, a great part of the year going sideways between 27k and 32 so do we spend a greater part of this year going sideways in a sense between 38 and 50, you know, all the way through October? It's quite possible. If you look at the history of BTC, like uh, look at, for example, last time that BTC was in this price range, which was like we fell out of this range back in May of 22. But between let me see here. Yeah, between like December 2021 all the way to like around May of 22 was we were in this exact fib, these fib levels, this 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 range that we were in before. And that took a good like six months. So I think sitting here for six months through the summer going sideways would not be irrational at all. Yeah, that's, dipping, that's the narrative. That's the narrative after the happening. It's it's dipping what? down to the cost of mine again, which would be like it, you know. Mm-hmm. 24k post happening that would be a little bit harder to do now that etfs are out i think that's going to create enough sort of holding pressure that um prices don't fall that easily um but could you drop to like the 200 day moving average at 34 dollars still yeah i suppose so but 34k um, 34k yeah but at this point like it seems like the etf buyers you know if a lot of people are buying at this level um and it's already a pullback from 49. FTX bankruptcy sold a billion of the Grayscale Trust. And I think that all got flushed out this last five days. So a lot of yeah. the leftover baggage from the bankruptcies of, of uh, FTX and, um, oh, what was the other one, Scotch? Um, Voyager. And I think yeah, Voyager is still settling some stuff this month. And I don't know how much. Yeah, so Voyager all, had a lot of BTC back then. Yeah, all that stuff is getting. If it was in trapped in grace, uh, the the trust, it's it's getting flushed out right now. So, 
anyways, I like I like the narrative. It's it's but it's like you said, depending on you know how this year goes. I mean, hey, BTC if BTC goes to fifty five k, does that help all coins? I I I would think so. You know, uh, every everything's fine if like if BTC goes sideways, it's good for alts. Um, if BTC goes up, it's eventually good for alts as well because it's just more liquidity. Yeah. Um, Let's see if, if it takes if it takes a here. dump, then that means that like alts become like a gigabyte again. Um, that's pretty much yeah. the way to look at this, I think. Um, especially going into happening and you know all the hype cycle that comes from that. Um, psychologically, it has an effect. Like happening, happening, happening. The, the the excitement gets the gin. The excitement gets more and more ginned up the more time that happens. What I'm not so sure of though is like. Back in the early days, like a lot of people were on the same platform hearing the same things, like the Reddit crowd and then the, the Twitter crowd or whatever. And everyone like back in, you know, if you're talking about like 2014 and onward, like, you know, there wasn't a lot to talk about except for Bitcoin, a few other coins. So the thing is like the happening narrative, which much more deeply ingrained on that culture. Um, I feel like happening discussions are like yeah you it's, don't see a lot of happening memes lately i i post a few rocket charts and stuff with it but i don't see it very oh, often do you uh, i i think it's it's it goes to the whole supply demand there's going to be less bitcoin new there's going to be less new bitcoin. no what yeah or, no i know yeah, what it is yeah. what i'm saying is but like do you see a lot of it being talked about on twitter or whatever no, right? are people no, posting no, memes about no, happening coming no 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 not unless you're following some of the big the, the the big Bitcoin. You know, you know, it also yeah. disappeared. You remember back in like 2017, 2016, like if you, even if you weren't in Bitcoin at the time, one of the things that was interesting back then is tons of Lambo memes. That was huge back then. It, like, you know, you know, Lambos to the moon and the whole thing. Like, it was just a very funny time where it's like, yeah, it's, like it's, everyone it's, was just completely like euphoric Lambo land. Yeah. And that I mean, shit never returned for BTC ever again. Um, which, I know, is very, but if we, which is very if interesting. B, if BTC goes from 40 to 50 right here, then I think you're going to get some of that, you know, network effect and meme effect. Real quick, Sefi, mm. JG just came up. Like, have you been paying any attention to Osmosis at all? Like, has it been on your radar much at all? Or? I picked up some Levana on there. Um, that's about the that's about the most yeah. radar. I, I've been using the up, updated wallet a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's pretty well, much why the Kepler upgrade. The Kepler yeah. The Kepler upgrade. upgrade. Yeah. Uh, on the mobile app. I haven't, I haven't done the mobile up, upgrade yet. I'm just kind of too slow, but what, what I wanted to, to mention, I mean, osmosis is real. The, the token price has really come back, but mm. they've made, they've made some good moves. It's, it, I just kind of, have you been paying attention like this whole, like positioning this, this back and forth positioning that's going on with Astroport and, and osmosis, like, I haven't been paying that much attention, but there is going to be a new staking derivative for for Osmosis. Have you heard about this? Mm -mm. Well, what ha what is that all about? We we have JG right here. Hello, JG. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. JG. Hey, so um, Steffi, you know, Osmosis is going to yeah. let us uh, launch our NFT market place over there, and let the uh -huh. Osmo is going to go, and we're going to launch collections and. I think that's going to really open the doors to a, like a whole new demographic uh, and just a whole new money flow, really. So I'm I'm really excited. I can't believe that the opportunity is, you know, 
I mean, you've seen me doing this shit for like two years now. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's gonna be a great, there's gonna be a great on It's always right around the corner. There's something great right about to happen. There's gonna be NFTs on osmosis now. <laughs> That's cool. So you yeah. guys are gonna be like the the forefront of that. So it, what what you guys are building is like what a permissioned sort of like. Um, not a hub, but like, what do you call it? An outpost, essentially? Of- yeah. So, you know, I mean, the, the backbone, because uh, back, it's Backbone Labs. And like our model is that we want to have an LS, uh, you know, liquid staking derivative that's native on mm-hmm. the chain. And we have, a, you know, a, a marketplace native on the chain and a, an Apex, like NFT community that's paired with the management of that liquid staking derivative. And they earn yield from it. And um, there's also a new token that we're, we're launching called Soul. So I mean, it's I mean, it's, it's a lot to try to just cram into like one sentence. We're trying to get a video, get a video. Of course, everyone needs a video. Um, it's, it, it's like this, Sefi. Uh-huh. For for the Terra for B for B Luna, he's got he's got the he's got the rewards going back to the skeleton punks mm-hmm. NFT NFT holders for his Migaloo Grave Digger. Uh, liquid staking. He's got the yield going back to those NFTs. They're called Migaloo whales. Mm-hmm. But for the B, for the B Osmo, he hasn't announced the um, NFT collection yet because I because there I, was I don't know it. I don't know it. Let's just be honest. We don't know yet. But there's gonna there's gonna be there's so, gonna be an N- NFT collection that will receive the yield. The rewards for those for the for the B Osmo. Um, so JG is is like every one of these collections a separate thing on a separate chain, or is it like the project is somehow connected and provides like value to the various holders, regardless of what chain you're on? Okay, so this is if you read, I, I pinned something just so you could actually peruse it and have a, a better understanding. But the the long story, the short story is, is that. Every uh, collection is its own community that, you know, is rallying or really wants to support that individual chain. But because of IBC and Token Factory and like how interfluid uh, things are becoming as we move forward, it's, it's you know, this multi-chain world. So I look at these collections as kind of like one big multi-chain collection, even though they are their own independent communities. They all manage their own uh, auto compounder on their chain. And then we have this token soul, which will actually earn yield from all of the grave diggers, these auto compounders. So if we put up 20, 20 grave diggers and there's 20 different NFT communities that are managing them and earning yield, and they all are participating in this soul airdrop, which will earn yield from all of them across the board, it starts to be interesting. I, we start to having fun again. That's kind of like really the goal of what we're trying to do, start to like actually do stuff again. <laughs> I, yeah, it seems I wanna, like I want to make sure, Seppi, you get a little bit of this airdrop. Do, do you have any B Lunas? Like, like, are you messing around any? Uh, Bone. Uh, I I haven't. I, the you, reason I haven't been messing with your Luna sit right. The reason like, I haven't been, been doing any like DeFi shit is because like um, I cannot be bothered right now with the tax nightmare. Yeah, to, for the reporting and shit. This is my problem. So. Um, I'm, I've been trying to keep things a lot more simple for myself this year. Okay. So I have a question. Are we, (laughs) are we not spinning up like an anonymous wallet and funding it and just doing crypto activities like we're supposed to do and just reporting what you want to report? I don't understand. Yeah, I should, but yeah. (laughs) So just to be, there's just, (laughs) 
from what I understand, there was three snapshots. All three snapshots have not been taken yet. If you just move some Luna into B Luna through mm. through through the uh, through his auto compounder, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll be el- you'll be eligible for some soul. If you hey. buy a few NFTs off of uh, the Necropolis NFT website, that'll make you a little bit eligible for soul. And I I think the soul token is going to be. It's it's going to be a good to- token to hold. Hey, hey so. Sethi. So just mm-hmm. to you know, you know, PFC does all our smart contracts. We're all mm-hmm. audited, right? So it's not like we're not. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I know you guys. Your your stuff works and everything. That's that's fine. I just haven't played around too much with moving moving shit around just for you know, just simplicity stake in my life at the moment. But <laughs> like, yeah, I can play around. I suppose. Honestly, the thing is like. If I play around, it creates all sorts of transactions. All sorts of transactions means I got to like connect all sorts of things. And Coinly and all these stupid ass things don't connect to everything, which is frustrating. So that's where it gets to, you know. Well, make a new DeFi wallet. You know, fuck around, find out. Let's get some airdrops. And yeah. uh, <laughs> right. I mean, look, here's the whole thing is the whole thing is, you know, since the crash, like my whole thing is, is I'm not going to lie. I miss I miss the complicated spaces. I miss the mirror, the Delta neutral strategies. I made a lot of money with you on that first run up like three years ago. I'm not going to lie. Right. So yeah. for everybody who wants to fucking like yeah. naysay about like whatever cars, I, I, I turned six grand into like eight. $84,000 on like ridiculous strategies, just like listening to your Twitter spaces three years That's ago. Funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so the whole time I'm just trying to like, and that's why I love Zeph, right? Because Zeph, like, you know, that has that stable dynamic. You know, when the Luna crashed, I was like, okay, how do we get the pieces back? Doe's not going to do it. Let's just get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just get, let's just get a B asset and we'll figure out a stable. Let's go. <laughs> right, right. Doe Kwan designed Zeph from prison. That's why it's anonymous. Um, yeah. No. I, anyway, I'll, anyways, I'll it's, there's some exciting stuff going on, uh, Sefi. Now that um, Backbone Labs is going to have an outpost over on Osmosis, and just to to go back to Osmosis, Sefi, I think they're they Sunny is really positioning himself well. He's they've got a really good team over there. Like I wasn't too thrilled with the tokenomics, but they've kind of they've redone the tokenomics, and I mean, you you know, like their position like in the center of of the ecosystem but they're, yeah. they're building they're building on top of osmosis now like sunny is allowing like i think he felt you the got lavana there for perps and then you got these yep. guys doing this like liquid staking yep. thing and whatever yep. so you've felt, got some I think stuff he felt the heat from injective so like he, they realized they had to make some partnerships and so now they're they're letting other other projects build on put out posts on osmosis so i just think it's an interesting dynamics compared to the whole um you know like what astroport's doing astroport is is competition right like jg you probably i don't know if you missed this combo earlier but like yours is the type of protocol where on every chain you guys should incorporate um chain link ccip it's I mean, basically we're, hey we're open to doing all that <clears throat> you, you should you should look at it because what it is is it has a cross-chain nft um interface it has verifiable randomness so if you have do gaming or anything else on it you can do it it has um now it has a functions module where you can actually do like execution layer on there pretty straightforward and then it also has um so yeah it has like cross so you have access to usdc via that as well and then that means that like once your ccip enabled uh holders could go and sell their nfts that you buy in cosmos 
you could go and sell them on uh, CCIP enabled NFT exchanges on Arbitrum and Optimism as well. Wait a second. So, so is this CCIP? Is this is this like an actual bridge to tap into Cosmos and vice versa, like an automatic? No, it's CCIP is a chain link based um, sort of like layer zero sort of, which means you can once you connect to it. So once you incorporate CCIP architecture into your DAP. Um, you basically just copy paste it on every Cosmos chain that you have. So you do it on Osmosis, you do it on um, each of these. And then instead of using IBC to transfer your shit, you can actually have like um, CCIP instead. And what the beauty of that is that you can then move your NFTs back and forth, your Arbitrum, Optimism, anywhere else too. So all CCIP enabled systems, you'll be able to move your shit. So your NFTs and everything will be cross compatible with them. And you can sell them on any platform and the other benefit of that is jg is that you can bring any chain that has connected to ccip natively uh this would be at this point like arbitrum optimism etc any coin primitives that come through that ccip architecture it's similar to ibc in the sense that whatever ccip is connected to you can now trade that on your platform you could liquid stake you know, Arbitrum coins or whatever the fuck else. You could you could basically connect to anything that's Chainlink connected um, with that system. So that's really growing quite fast. Um, and certainly what I've, I told Stargaze to look into this as well. I'm like, Shane, dude, you got to add this. It's, it's like, it's just a no brainer. This will be the next thing for the next couple of years as far as, because um, then what happens is, is you'll have like more possible assets you can have within your thing and it, and it differentiates you more and so far, I don't, I don't think any Cosmos-based anything has added CCIP yet, uh, like anything that we remember and like of any significance. But I think it's going to be quite big. So it's, it's in many ways like more useful in some ways than IBC, or for that matter, like bringing in USDC on Axelar or some shit. Because the beauty here is that like. Yeah. CCIP is going to have a lot of liquidity flowing through it, right? So you'll have yeah. you'll have Circle USDC, you'll have various NFTs from different platforms, you'll have the yield bearing whatever, like stable coins from different things. You're going to have the liquid staked assets from different things on Ethereum coming through as well. So everything will just flow right through, and it's just like it's going to flow like water. And there's no like bridge risk in a sense because Chainlink handles that. And Chainlink is a much more reliable decentralized system than any kind of bridge that we know of today. Man, so think of it like a, so like exciting, a bridge, dude. but not a bridge, huh? That's really exciting. Uh, you know, I'm you know, in my mm -hmm. mind, you know, it's always like, how do we get over to EVM? That's where all the liquidity is. But you know, mm -hmm. we're definitely trying to. I think the tech is 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 a, a more enjoyable experience to build with in the cosmos. So having a, another entry point, and if this is yep. so the, the beauty here, about, yeah, this is a game yeah. changer. The beauty here is you don't have to do anything EVM related. Um, you, you don't have to do any kind of like EVM execution. All you have, like, as long as you're CC, uh, like CCIP connected, you can basically transfer assets between Arbitrum, Optimism, and anything else through the Chainlink um, backend. And like, it's like it's going to be adopted quite widely. Because it's not any one chain. And the thing about Chainlink is it's not a blockchain. It's a it's like nodes infrastructure. So the difference is, is that there's no scalability issues. These things can scale bigger and bigger and bigger. More and more computers and nodes get added. And then like speed is not a problem. So that's the problem with blockchains is speed. So this you'll be able to get gigantic. And eventually the beauty of CCIP is 
once stocks and other things get tokenized, um, you'll be able to bring all sorts of shit into. You might have like Exxon Mobil stock that you're you're you know pairing with your you know NFTs or something like. So just weird shit like that. So you can connect. Once they do stocks and tokenize those, they're working with DTCC or whatever that company is, the 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 stock backend or clearinghouse, and they're working with Swift and all these things. So eventually, like you'll be able to bring all of those things into your various um, projects, which is like. You know, you'll have tokenized stocks or whoever, and uh, CCIP keeps track of where those things are in the world, right? Like, like the same way Apple stock or whatever, you know where it is because right now it's on your Fidelity brokerage, and DC, um, DTCC takes care of figuring that out. They're the clearinghouse. The same way, if these things go to blockchain-based spaces, CCIP sort of knows where everything is, so they know where your NFT is, for example. So the way they do it with NFTs is. So if you have an NFT on your project, um, you would put the you would make it CCIP CCIP compatible. So you code the NFT in such a way you add whatever you know you have to just add like messages on there. Like it's not like a rocket science thing. There's just more metadata on the NFT, and that makes it CCIP compatible. So what happens is is that if you move your NFT from let's say Osmosis and you move it over to let's say Arbitrum. Uh, CCIP keeps track of where all the CCIP enabled NFTs are so that there's not like copy, you know, it's, it's like a bridge sort of, but the chain link system keeps track of where all these things are. So you don't wind up having duplicates anywhere. Does that make sense? Like you, you, you don't get trapped, you know, where you're not sure where some of your NFTs actually are. You as the NFT project would be able to tell where all of your actual NFTs are in every chain that's connected to CCIP at any given time through dashboards and shit. Pretty cool stuff anyway. Um, but, um, Hey, but chain links going to zero. Remember that. Don't, don't buy it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm fucking so, loading up right now. I'm kidding. I'm buying on Mexi right now. <laughs> that's, that, that's why I loaded up on chain link. I think it looks really, really bullish for all these kinds of project ideas. Um, especially for NFTs. It's like, why in the hell would you want to be, have an NFT and have it stuck on some chain somewhere? where instead it could go anywhere, right? Like that's really the bottom line. Um, CCIP also makes it possible, by the way, to theoretically be able to buy an NFT just right off a website. Like you won't even need, because with CCIP, you won't even need to like, you could have a front end where you pay cash, like dollars for your NFT. And in the background, it like, you know, move, you know it moves it wherever, that, that cash goes wherever it needs to go. So this is the beauty of that is that cash rails like for actual USD USD rails not just USDC could be possible where you just swipe a credit card the credit card system or whatever that is has become CCIP enabled and now you can buy literally an NFT off a website if someone wanted to so just a lot of different uh abstractions are going to happen with CCIP that make it that's not possible now like to to open this up to sort of non crypto native dorks you know, other people can buy it, <laughs> like, you know, like assuming anyone even wants our stupid monkey picks or whatever. I know. But now, now can we, I want to use a CCIP enabled thing for the off ramp into a credit card for my stable coin. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. right. That's going to happen. Like that's almost for sure. Like what'll happen is um, because USDC is already now incorporated into it. Um, what will happen is once they get the swift and the banking stuff done, um, and CCIP could be offered also to Visa, Visa and MasterCard as well. 
where you could technically connect a card right up via CCIP and it becomes a payment rail. And you could convert, and not only that, but you get privacy too. Because um, with the ZK like system that they're developing, the idea would be like, just because you spend some money on Visa doesn't mean you want Visa to know the contents of your entire uh, bankroll, nor do you necessarily want um, the merchant to know what how much money you have in your wallet, right? So all that abstraction, all that concealment um, with ZKs and stuff can happen as well. So there's there's a lot of shit happening with the, that chain link layer. Um, super, super under-recognized in crypto right now. Hey, G- I think most people don't realize how much shit they're yeah. doing. Hey, JG, do you know that much about PRISM? Like, I know it was a... Well, I do know that they took an emergency Dolge grant and didn't deliver on their grant, so I don't really like them very much. Mm-hmm. I know that. But besides that, they're fun. I used to push that button all the time, and I have a lot of PRISM stuff. Because they're, they're working on their test net right now. They're going to relaunch right their own tech. yeah they took the terra grant but i don't think they ever built anything on terra, right no and that's my beef it's like the yeah i took a terra grant and the and the grant terms were real clear they got to launch something within hey, one year i had to it. spend i had to have spent a lot of fucking time doling out that terra money too by the way i was on that allocation team remember i do remember i remember i remember a, i remember i didn't spend most of the time i think what's her name did spent most of the actual effort Karma? The other fucking spreadsheets. Karma did a lot of work putting spreadsheets and shit together. J, uh, not JG, GJ. Um, yeah, from, from uh, a flip side. Flip side was doing a lot of work on that and whatever. And I was sitting, I had to like between I, my work and stuff, I was going to meetings for that shit. Hey, between, the, between saving lives, you mean? <laughs> well, one more reason I don't like fucking Telegram or whatever. Um, and um, <laughs> like after having done that, I'm like, okay, if you didn't build something after all the, you know, work i had to put in just like fleece the money like i should have kept that fucking money at least the, like you know nobody even paid me for that fucking work so like, <laughs> I'm like why am i spending all this time doling out this money for the money for the so-called community um and um nobody's paying me to do it <laughs> it's <was just> stupid <laughs> so yeah it was kind of irritating when some of the projects some projects did do things others yeah. did not Vol- and, volunteer uh, workforce huh and web3 sometimes yeah the web3 volunteers yeah exactly yeah, like you, you have to be a pretty good sized bag holder to be a volunteer. Yeah, that's what it means to be a community member. Well, right, Prism, it's like Prism's that, getting ready to relaunch. They're getting ready to relaunch their own chain. Yep, they're launching a chain though, right? Yep, and the testnet's testnet is live. I guess if you go on there and push buttons and stake, you can try to earn Prism tokens. I haven't played on it actually. That's a good point. Prism, what can you do on the? It's P-R-Y-Z-M this time. Hey, hey, you can push a button and get confetti still. It's, <laughs> can you really? Um, I don't know. I don't oh, know. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go check this out. Let's hey, see. I'm not What's even going to lie. I was, I was low-key addicted to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was, man. Were you kidding me? Um, the da- who was the dashboard's what's pretty the, sweet. What's the URL? The dashboard's pretty sweet. I'll post something up what's, for you here. It's Prism. Here, I'll put it. I'll, like, I'll put something up here this is just a random tweet. is it info.prism is it prism.zone is that what it's it is? prism underscore zone capital p capital r i put something up top it's just a random tweet they put out okay, okay. found the home page okay here we go enter the test net let's see what kind of shit they have going on here this is interesting it's pretty much is there any fun button push on here yet this the dashboard's clean you can go in there you can stake. um you can you have to go to the faucet and get prism tokens and supposedly this helps qualify you if there's going to be all right bitch here we go i'm going to get my con- wallet connected to this thing probably it'll drain all my money no it's, um, it's yeah it's legit i'm kidding um all right let's see 
for all the money I handed them, these fuckers need to make me some money. That's for sure. Um, Tell them you want a you want a bigger airdrop, man. Yeah, I better get a big fucking airdrop for all that work. I think I did. they're doing one to one for old token holders. <laughs> the they're doing one to one. I think. Oh yeah, I need to actually. Um, yeah, but the airdrop hasn't happened yet, right? It's going to be after it's live or what? Correct. Correct. Hold on. Let me go back. Yeah. Depends. Depends on when they, uh, I had a lot of shit in prison, so I probably will get a gigantic airdrop if depending on what the time, the snapshot timing is though. Um, I think the docs, the docs, the, the docs are in the one tweet I put up top. Is that it? Testnet now live, get prison tokens yeah. from the faucet. The docs are in there, especially for a lot. If there's any old, Luna people in here that messed around and had the old prison tokens. I think they're doing one to one. I don't know if you have to claim or what the heck. Okay, so I'm looking here. Welcome to Prism. They have sections like portfolio swap, governance rates, bond, provide liquidity, and stake. Uh, and then they have like a section called flow trade. I'm not sure what that means. Um, your USD SIM token duration 2,105 years, claimable in 2,105 years. That's sounding very bearish. Um, someone deposited one prism in that thing. <laughs> the fuck is that all about? There's like these interesting, like, like weird vaults or something that you have these like three year durations and claimable. Amount no, that's, all people, test, that's all test stuff, right? People are just playing on here. Yeah. Yeah. Making funny shit, maybe. I don't know. Yes. It's funny though. I like the 2,105 years. I'm going to lock my shit up in there, get some high yield off that. Um, hey, isn't that that safe, like that safe moon, like you lock it up forever? And like you just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lock it up forever while your shit goes to zero. It's like you're hex- you, you can become a hexagon community member immediately. Be a lot of fun. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just looking like, okay, there's like a flowing token, a subscribe token, a duration, and an end time, like, some claim like shows you what's claimable and when when you originally locked your thing how many prism you deposited and something and then current price i have no idea what that shit means and then you have like live trades where you can buy and sell tokens um these guys do know how to make a simple dex and everything though they're they're pretty good like prism worked well like in fact prism saved me actually you know what the reason I was going to like participate in Prism is they saved me a, a crap ton of money be- at the Terra crash. So because I was in that like why Luna yield Luna thing, and when the Terra crash happened, my my stuff was basically liquid staked. I was able to sell a lot of it. You were able to get out, right? Yeah, I, I was able to get out. Yeah, I so that you that, that was worth a lot of money at the time to actually be able to get out. So in that respect, like, um, yeah, they they saved me a. A crap ton of money. So we, we I, I should, should get. We that. should get some of the. <laughs> I, I'd like to hear from them because I, I I don't. I I understand the concept a little bit about dividing up the yield, but it looks like they've got some some cool stuff on here that they're gonna they're gonna go live with. So I, I wouldn't mind hearing from them. Yeah, they have some. So they have the various um, LP Prism, LP Luna, LP Prism, LP Adam, P Adam, P Luna. Um, that's bringing back good memories there. C Luna. That that was always was funny. It's like cunt Luna. It makes me think of Robo. Um, the C Luna always like for some reason the C seems to like resonate with me. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, what else do they have in here? Osmo Adam. 
So yeah, you I guess you bring a bunch of tokens in here, you do some kind yeah. of like split the yield doing? and stuff. You can put stuff in vaults. Yeah, you know, I like I think the dashboard's pretty clean though. I like the I like I like the UI. The problem on Prism last time was so the what what you used to do on the previous Prism protocol is you take Luna. Luna has um some native yield in it. And you could separate your Luna into the Y Luna and the P Luna. Y Luna was the yield bearing version. P Luna was the um, non yield bearing version. And what I did at the time was I had converted it. I split it into these two things. The yield Luna was making me um, yield in both like, I think in prism tokens and I don't know what. And so, and then like, that was kind of a little fun, little Ponzi. Um, so you're, th what was happening was they were taking the yield from Luna and they were handing you like prism tokens in exchange for that which you know like that ponzi was never going to last forever by the way like had luna not crashed prism was going to fucking crash eventually <laughs> like that was just a given and um but it was like it was such an interesting thing you'd split to the p luna and then what you could do is you can convert your p luna uh, some of that over to y luna if you wanted more of the yield which i did so i kind of did this Lucky for me, like during the Terra crash, they snapshotted Y Luna holders and gave them like the new Luna um, airdrop, but they did not do that with the P Luna holders for some reason. So that fucked over some people that were playing with that thing. And um, I just happened to like convert more of it to Y Luna because that was just part of my strategy at the time. And by luck, that worked out for me in the crash. But the reason why, like I say, this thing, like the Prism system was not, didn't make sense is when you have this Y Luna and you have P Luna and you had C Luna, which would be like the C Luna would be like the original Luna. Um, it's like the representation of that on this dApp. What would happen is, is that like, you would need to have a liquidity pool for all of these things. And so what they did was they LP'd all of this with the Prism token, which is probably what they're gonna do here. So there's probably like a yield Luna versus with paired with Prism. There's a, the principal Luna only, it's paired with Prism. And then the, the original Luna or whatever will be paired with Prism, the, the, the combined Luna, or whatever you want to call it. The problem was, is that like, who was going to provide liquidity for this thing? Like, what yield were you going to pay people? Because remember, if you're, if you're taking on the risk of the Prism token and you are, take, you, you are giving up the yield from your Luna coin and you're putting an LP in this thing, this thing had to make at least, I think at the time, Luna was making 7% yield. This thing had to pump out like at least 10 plus percent yield to make it even bother you bother with this thing. Or you'd make a lot of um, money from the, uh, you'd make a lot of money from the PRISM token. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. You'd make a lot of money from the transactions on the network. But what happened was the way they had that system organized, the LP providers we're only getting like some nominal yield and most of the yield went to the prism token holders for transactions on their little decks. So the problem was there was never a great incentive for the LPers. And I don't know if they've solved that problem with this particular protocol. So if you're doing your research on this prism thing and what we're talking about here is prism.zone, P-R-Y-Z-M.zone, the question you have to ask yourself is the, the liquidity providers, how do they, get rewarded in this mechanism and is that reward mechanism sustainable um it's a very analogous to how osmo works like if you go to osmosis mayor you know how like you get this like you get paid as an lp or in osmo token which then everyone keeps selling and then yeah like the osmo token tries to go to zero on you 
same concept when you take an inflationary coin and then you use that as your LP reward. That shit works so long as everyone's like bullish and buying the your shit coin. As soon as like no one's buying your pancake swap coin, your Osmo coin, these kind of like DEX pairing tokens, then the whole goddamn thing goes to zero. Like because your your coin price when it falls, it drags down all the shit you're LP'd with. So even the coin you LP'd with your shit coin also goes down. And now you're basically your portfolio goes to zip. JG, you remember what I'm talking about here? <laughs> Boy, do I remember, sir. <laughs> yeah. Like remember, like imagine if you if you supplied like LPs on loop loop finance or some shit and your shit went to zero, you know what I'm talking about. Oh my god, loop was such a money pit, wasn't it? <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> so that airdrop was like the worst airdrop in the planet. It's like I've got ten thousand percent yield this week. Remember that? Yeah. So you'd be in that loop yield pool for like fucking like a week and then you'd kind of like exit because you're like, this is going to zero, man, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to get in and get out, get what you put in. Oh my god, man. that ten thousand percent yield would last like like three days. Remember that? <laughs> Hilarious, dude. I did I did the whole prism strategy. I I was lucky. I was able to rotate between uh, Y and P prism and like kind of build the stack up. It was a good little. If you knew how to play the timing, it was good. Like you could seesaw it like right up the ladder. I, I remember that. It was it was cool. It was cool. Um, I definitely got stuck in stacking the prism and like trying to get the weight with the confetti. I don't know what it is about that button, but it definitely triggered that dopamine. Uh, it's slot machine. Like, slot machine. Yep. It scratched it for me for sure. I remember that feeling. I'm like, oh, this is dope. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you were you're a big fan, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was good. Not gonna lie. That's why I think I was a little butthurt when they didn't come through it. Look, I wish they just deployed they could have deployed a product natively and then gone and done their own shit. I don't know, whatever. You know. Whatever, I'm not gonna harp on it. I yeah. So, so what's I'm looking at this um, at Prism's thing, and yeah, they have like a pretty complicated, um, like flywheel sort of thing where, like, okay, you can provide, like, here's a Luna thing, just to sort of like as a reference, because this is very similar to the previous Luna system. They have C Luna, P Luna, and like so the principal Luna, and you can basically provide like different amounts of these things. You can optimize your position and you know you can add liquidity to this thing. But there's some dates next to it, like P Luna, 31st March 2024, 30th June 2024, 30th September 24, and December 31st 24. So what they have modified, and I remember Ryan Lyon, because he used to work with Prism along with uh what's that dude's name? The guy that ran off with everyone's money. Um like <laughs> Bruce's friend that did the did the validator with him. He's a nice guy, but I don't oh, know Jimmy? why. Jimmy, you talking about Jimmy? Jimmy, the Jimmy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking the Jimmy, Jesus Christ! Like he, no one thought he would be the one like rugging people. Like he ran off with some money. I don't remember who's. Anyway, the whatever. The point is, like, let's not get into that now. But the the um. So I remember during those conversations, like one of the solutions for um Prism Protocol was to have a lockup period for some of these token LPs. Um, so that like people aren't running in and out of them really quickly. And that's what they've done here. So what they do is they create like, so the yield, um, is different at different durations of this. And that's, I remember what Hyperion saying this, like ultimately long goal was you get additional benefits by being a longer term, uh, LP or essentially, right. A, lo- a longer lockup, right? A longer yeah. lockup, yeah, which obviously yep. makes sense. Um, yeah. it, it makes this behave more like a futures market. 
where if you believe like you're bullish on some coin, then like you are comfortable with locking it up longer um, or something. I don't know how this works. You know, you know what I mean? But like, so there's some, some game theory that goes into all of this. And so it looks like filter by, so they have injective on here. They have prism. Um, now is prism on injective or is it its own chain? Might. Are they going to launch a chain, JG? Do you know? Who, Prism? Yeah. No, Prism, they're their own chain. They're, they're not launching on, on dApps. Yeah, like, so, so basically, they'll take, they'll take any token, I believe, like uh, their goal eventually is to take any yield uh, type of token and do the, the yield and price split uh, or principal and yield split. Yeah. Um, that's their, that's their, that's their niche, right? So I, I, from what I understand, they'll even do it with our auto compounded token. Like they are, uh, they don't care. They're just interested in people playing the game. Hmm. Uh, by the way, where's the faucet on this goddamn thing? I've been, like, I've been looking. Oh, there it is. I'm retarded. Uh, let's request some tokens here. Um, ooh, the confetti. I like that. They put a capture on here. I got to identify this motorcycle. Give me a minute. And I don't know if that little box that sits on the back of the motorcycle is part of the motorcycle. That's the other problem. Um, but yeah, these captures, man, they're getting hard. Like, I'm going to need the AI to do the captures eventually. Um, oh, can you do it? Like, every time you request, you can get more tokens? Yeah, you can get more. It's it's just all, it's all testnet stuff. All right, so, I'm going to yeah. push the shit out of this because I'm enjoying the, the confetti on this. Um, yeah, the whole thing pops into this, like, thing of graphical confetti that really will... My dopamine's going up just like just clicking this. Digi, I've, I've hit right? this capture like a bot like ten times already. <laughs> it looks like like fucking Fourth of July in here on this on this app. If someone hasn't done this yet, feel free. What you do is you go on prism.zone, you go to the faucet, which is right there in the menu. You hook up your little Kepler wallet and you start pushing this um, like request token button, and you just hit the capture over and over again and say I'm not a robot, and you get to see the confetti again. You can relive the Terra days right there. It's brilliant. Um, all right, so I got my hey, token. Hey, minus minus the hundred and twenty dollar token price. Yeah, yeah. So I've got twenty eight dollars and seventy seventeen cents in asset value now. Mm, my faucet gave me twenty USD SIM, which I suppose is like a US dollar, like stablecoin simulation coin. So I got one part of the Ponzi, which is a fake dollar, which is sweet. Then I have the Prism token. I've got four of those, which apparently are worth $8.17 on testnet. So now I've got $28 total. What am I doing this shit? Um, let's see. What's a pulse trade and a swap? So do you get more airdrops if you do all this shit or what? Yeah, what st stakes. What you want to do, just go up to the top and go to trade, swap. Go up to the, the dashboard and just swap some tokens. But I probably swap. should have like done this on what, though? Like, Have they announced what they're doing for airdrops like yet or not yet? Like. It's should I do this official. with my Terra wallet or should I do this with like random, like my other wallets? Just do it with any, I mean, I would do it with uh, not your, your main wallet, but you can do it with either Kepler. Like what, what do you mean? Well, Terra? what I'm saying is like, if the airdrop is going to be based on like your previous holdings on Terra, right? Maybe I should use that one or does it even matter? Maybe it doesn't I, matter. I, I need to get those docs for you because I know. I thought I saw somewhere where they're going to do one to one for old 
prism that you people I've that heard use the same it. thing. Hey, you know who has the down low on this is Rebel. Just message Rebel. He'll have all of all the info on prism. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So I'm taking my USD SIM coins and I'm going to um, the swap area. And it appears that like Cunt Luna is pretty much up only on here, by the way. Or the prism token is like, okay, so, oh, it's the prism token. It's like up only because like everyone's swapping into it in order to like LP and shit. So that's the game on this, by the way, JG. What you do on this shit is like, okay, when you first get into this protocol, what you're going to do, JG, is you're going to buy a whole bunch of prism tokens. The same thing I did the first time prism opened. And everybody's going to come in here like a retard to come put their LPs in. And guess what happens to prism token? It moons. And it's going to moon, it's going to do like some sort of 10x and you're going to sell. That's what you're going to do, man. I mean, it's a good game plan. It's and don't get, I... don't get locked into any hey. fucking so confetti. You're going to just sell. You know? <laughs> no, no, listen, I did, I did good. I made, I made money on Prisma. I didn't do bad yeah. Prisma. I just held the Luna till I fucking died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My Prism, my Prism token was up too. I knew it was going to fail eventually. But like Terra failed before the goddamn Prism system failed. That's the problem. Right, you know what I mean? Like, like I knew, I knew prison wasn't going to work eventually. Like this Ponzi-nomics was not going to work, but I was hoping that it would work long enough for me to like play my little video game for a while. Well, I mean, I, look, I, was, like, let me I wasn't expecting something. like you know how like if you're at Chuck E. Cheese and the skee ball machine doesn't work, you know what I mean? Like it breaks and like the fucking tickets don't come out, and you call the dude and he comes and gets the tickets out. I was thinking like that's what would happen to prison protocol. But I wasn't expecting Chuck E. Cheese to fucking burn down. You know what I mean? Like, it was like the entire goddamn arcade burned down. And like, I'm like, oh shit, I got my tickets stuck in the in the skee ball machine. Chuck E. Cheese is burning down. Come do something, devs, please. Hey, but look, now that you bring that up, I know that you're still building games. So look, you know, over at Megaloo, we've made home base. When are you going to make a game? Because we're fucking around over there. So you know we, we could get funding for stuff if you're interested in, in like you know my problem that, with megaloo is what's your problem with megaloo tell me i have no fucking idea what a megaloo is it's a white whale that's all it means oh gee literally it's such a weird name Why i know it is i know it is i know it is i know come check it sounds like some sort of dildo brand or something uh, what is that what? but it's if you know what if it was a dildo brand it would be a big fucking green one you know what I'm <laughs> 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 nice the defi the is getting fun over there Seth. i know I mean, man is it? that's what i'm saying yeah. hey at the end of the day, you know, okay, so look, we got these different categories, right? We got like, you know, the VC lunatics, the smart money lunatics, the big rich lunatics. And then we got like the, like the lunatics who are really like rallying together because we saw like what could possibly be financial freedom and like a kind of reckoning, right? Uh -huh. Well, you know, we have definitely done our best to collect uh, the remnant of that. And, uh, you know, between, they're still on Terra, we're on Terra, we're on Megaloo, and we're trying to do this, you know, we're trying to break down the uh, what's the most general way to say this? There's the old cosmos guard and 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 backbone and the grave diggers and the people that we're trying to collect are are trying to start a new a new power power brokerage in the in the cosmos. Mm. <laughs> Let's see and, what happens. And you Let's believe this is going to happen on the dildo chain? <laughs> on the dildo chain, come on. Mm. The whale come dildo. <laughs> I don't know, hey, man. You, hey, look at hey. I gotta say one thing. Go just look you at the think? price chart. Just look at the price chart. Look at the chart. You know what I find is a little bit weird, though. You know, like Kujira has whales and shit. 
And then Megaloo has whales and shit. And then they have sperm tokens on Kajira. Do you have sperm tokens on Megaloo? No, I don't know. We, we have, we no. have Guppy. It so, seems like sperm and egg tokens is like an important no, thing. Like it, we got, we can shoot LP like 50% sperm, 50% egg and get like, I don't know, 50% baby or something. A caviar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, there's a, there's gotta be an end point where like, not just confetti, but like little baby pops out. The, you know? the, the cool thing it's, I mean, a lot of people just call it white whale because the, the, the white whale validators, it, it's, it's that crew that, that started up the, the chain. Seppi, mm. and they've got some cool DeFi going on over there. They're they're doing all these outposts. So the the main thing they've got going on is the outposts. So they're, they're they've got a Dex outpost on um, Injective. They've got a Dex outpost on um, Terra, and now they just today the outpost opened up on Osmosis. So there is a secondary Dex on Osmosis that's going to run through the White Whale Dex. And the white whale, like they're going to, I think they're going to, they're going to, a lot of the LP pools that are kind of more Terra native, like the Roar LP, the whale, the whale LP, and a couple Mm. other LPs are all going to run in the background through the white whale decks. And they're going to do buybacks from the transactions. And so you can, you can earn a lot of yield through the buybacks. And so that's what they got going on. And there's some (laughs) other cool stuff. So, so looking at before we jump to that, we'll do that there in a minute. JG, like, um, so my wife's uh, out of the house right now, so we can look at some uh, whale porn together. Um, you're gonna walk me through that hey, in just a minute. Hey, but hey, before, hey, we, isn't it called a dork? Like a whale dick is a dork, I think. Mm-hmm. Before we get to that, though, real quick, like looking at this, like if you look at Prism Protocol, and you were just to sort of like, you know, fall upon this site. Like, I think the average person's gonna be like, what in the fuck is all this going on here? Like, it's like, we need there's a, a lot happening. Hey, here. we need a video. Like, honestly, the best video I saw was the, the UST dynamic video. It explained it so simplistically when you saw everything go in, everything come out, and then vice versa, right? Like, we all need little videos to make for dummies. Like, you're, you're, you're what, 90 second video. How, how does it work? It's this, do this, do this, do this, earn this, goodbye. Yeah, you're 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 bonding Adam to cunt Adam. Uh, you are like getting a twenty-two percent yield, presumably in what? Prism Ponzi tokens. Of course, uh, they got to take the yield out, so they're going to give you the token for the yield. Yeah, you got to get some sort of Ponzi token for your as a yield, obviously. Then there's like Flow Trade, Pulse Trade. What the hell is a Pulse Trade? It's a um, set recurring trades and optimize pricing. What? Is that another word for limit outer? Wait, pulse interval, second minute, hour, day, week, month. I think it's just like a daily uh, buying thing, like a DCA, it sounds like. Allow full matching, maximum price for matching order optional. Limit price. I don't know. It sounds exciting. Um, I mean, you like it because you're a doctor and it has like pulse rate or whatever the fuck it's just said right now. You think that's what it is? Like, <laughs> so I think it I resonates think with me because of the word pulse. <laughs> flow sounds like some sort of like menstrual thing. A flow trade? Okay. Hey, um, JG, JG, real quick. Tell me about these. This, I'm like in Coin Hall, the more I'm like, I'm, I'm using it to track some of these tokens. Are they just like an old school validator? Coin hey, Hall that has. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, CoinHall's been around for a long time, and they've definitely I, – I, I love their product. It's one of the few things I swear to CoinHall is one of the few projects works. that always the works. Terra Development Fund money went to producing something useful. Um, but CoinHall was always like a website that you like, that basically had like all the various Terra assets. You can see all this shit you can see on CoinHall now, but it was mostly Terra-specific. Now CoinHall went like uh, all over Cosmos and basically created like um, a DEX aggregator so that, that they can make money using the DEX aggregator fees. Um, yeah. I don't know how much they make now or whatever, but like the, the it's, it's really good. It works well. Sefi, if you have Osmosis staked, you might have an airdrop waiting for you. Mm, oh, God. I don't have very much Osmosis staked. Why? What, what's airdropping? There was a, a, a DAO token that was dropped today, and um, it was dropped to Osmosis stakers. But you, you have to go to Coin Hall to claim it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm curious whether, because I think even if you didn't vote on the specific prop, I, I think you had to, I don't know. I got about, go, I got about $1,600 worth of Apollo Dow tokens, by the way. Not bad. Okay. If I saw the market, I saw the market cap when it came out. I was like, fuck this. I'm selling. And <laughs> I sold it $1, immediately. $1,600 of Apollo. Wow. Mm -hmm, yeah. I so, sold it immediately because like the, the market cap was just simply absurd. Goat. It's like, it's like came out as like a hundred million market cap. Get out of here. And that's from you know, old Terra usage, huh? Yeah, it's from old Terra. Is I had I was I used Apollo Dow and I had their token or whatever, and I don't know how much I don't remember how much I had. I probably lost more than I got, honestly, but who knows? Um, but the market cap was ridiculous, and I and I sold it because of that reason. Well, if you want <laughs> but, to check real quick, you can go to Coin Hall see if you got were eligible for this Osmosis Dow. Probably not. Well, even if I did, I don't have much Osmo token. Like it's not. Staked. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Hey, you know what's so funny? When he says like, "Oh yeah, I don't have any much for Osmo token," like I bet he him, does. Like his what his um, not his definition of not that much and, and our definition of not that much is totally different. Well, I mean, no, I mean, legitimately, like I had practically nothing. Like I mean, not not even exaggerating. Like just like I don't know. Osmo was never a favorite one of mine to hold substantial amounts. So state. To stake. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it was wasn't sexy. It wasn't sexy. You only used it to convert in and out of other stuff. So, like, why would you ever really? Well, it was inflationary. Well, where I, where I where I got some Osmo from is I had a few LPs that I took some of my Atom yield or something and I dumped them in some LPs and I got some Osmo tokens that way. And every time I would get some, I would just stake it or something at the time. So it wasn't a huge amount. It was like like, and I don't I didn't have that much Atom LP either because like the yield was only good for a while like most of the time the yield on that was better to just stake at them than it was to tr do the lp so um yeah i mean legitimately i didn't really want to like just outright buy osmo tokens it just didn't make any sense i've never been a fan of dex tokens i think they're stupid by and large like most of the time they're stupid where they could be good like prism's token was not bad last time because if you own Prism and you got it at a low enough price, the yield from all the transactions on the Prism DAP, you know, last time was not bad. Remember, JG? I, mean, I don't remember like the, the yield from the Prism token and you'd have like a liquid staked Prism token of some kind. And it would accrue pretty good value because of all the transactions on that network. People were buying and selling. They were, they were LP and shit. They were converting their Luna to y luna and c luna and whatever the hell else and that that created some transactional value to the to the holder so that made some sense but um 
but yeah, I mean, it, like the tokenomics, the problem is if you make the tokenomics good for the, the DEX token, then the tokenomics of the DEX itself doesn't work exactly. Like, cause who are you paying? How are you paying the yields of the LPers? Like who pays for that? That's the expensive part of running these DEXs and like nobody's sold. Nobody has solved okay, that Okay, so, but here's one of the things that's been happening is this time mm -hmm. around is that they've been doing protocol-owned liquidity. So, you know, like again, White, yeah. White and Osmosis, they come together, they make a deal in the middle, and then we're not having to, you know, worry about the slippage and people can just organically play the game. I really, dude, I'm, I'm serious. If you have a game, and I don't give a shit if it's on Megaloo, on Terra, on, on whatever the fuck it is, let's get that game out because I know people are going to want to push that confetti button on whatever you, you make. Whatever you make. <laughs> so let's see. Um, take me to um, uh, let's see. so so. How do I go? So where's the Megaloo site now? Let's do this one next. I'm gonna I need to let's tell some jokes and like find some funny shit in here. So wh how, what's the site of this? Mig. Hey, uh, Ed, uh, Mayor, where's he going? Where should, which one should he look at? Should you look at White what's Whale? What's the URL for the Megaloo? Whatever. It's app dot white whale dot money. Okay, app dot white whale dot money. Yeah, I originally was, I, I thought Whale was super interesting at the very, very beginning when Tara, they had those beautiful videos from White Whale that they had like, a, you know, where they're like, we're going to be the um, defend the peg, you know, thing. And they had like a whole point and like, it made sense and like it resonated and it helped the ecosystem. I really thought that was interesting. And what's. I'm curious is like, does Migaloo now like this, this, this is just, I think it's the, they're in, on V2 and the, the Dex is not that, not that sexy right now. Okay. And uh, you can, so up at the top, you got the dashboard, you got the trade um, tabs. By the way, was I supposed to ever pick up some white whale, like airdrops or something? Or was that not a thing ever? No, they did. If you had whale tokens for like four months, you could have uh, claimed uh, a one it's closed. The, yeah, it's closed now. For, for so here's the, the you know, it's crazy. They, they they shrunk their supply by forty percent on the relaunch, and they gave everybody back one for one. They offered it. Yeah, it's probably like because like a douchebag <laughs> go and claim my tokens. Probably it's too late. <laughs> they, too late now. they burned all my my airdrop. Hey, I'll tell you this. <laughs> well, this is this right, but I mean like, but just finish hearing uh, Mayor out, and then when you look at the market cap and you see everything that's popping there. You're gonna be like, wow, this really might actually. <laughs> I probably lost more money in like the airdrops I didn't claim than some people have had in crypto. Yeah. So are you <laughs> like, are you are you on the the white whale dot dashboard? Yeah, I'm app dot white whale dot money. I'm on the dashboard. Okay. So yeah. over by where your wallet's connected, it, you, there's a little drop down. You can hit that drop down. Right. And does it show like the nine the nine different chains? Yeah, I've got the nine realms here. Yep. I'm and I okay. connected all of them. Okay, so osmosis, they just added osmosis. So these, okay. when, when you click, like just click on Terra, so that, that switches you to their Terra um, DEX or swap page. So if you go under trade, okay. you, you can hit swap. Go to pools. So go under the trade and go to pools. Pools, okay. And then you can see all the pools they got on Terra right now. So they got, uh, they got wrapped BTC Luna. I mean, they got, I think they got some money from Terra to uh, or they got a grant they got a grant from Terra to fund some of these uh okay and then so you got roar on here you got roar whale you got btc luna you got amp luna you got b luna so yeah you got your just standard pools right here <clears throat> the the bridge tab just connects you to T tfm which I, i'm enjoying the tfm bridge it's it's a very clean bridge so if you want to bridge stuff over 
So you can, you, if you've got Luna, yep. you TFM's can move, always been good. Yep. If you've got Luna, you can move it over to the white whale decks. You can, you can put, you can LP into the pools. So that's just the basic deck stuff, but click on the osmosis. This is brand new. There's not that many pools in the osmosis right now. Um, but it's being a little slow right now. Let me swap so, to osmosis. Let's see what they got here. Just the two. Um, okay. And if this section of the, the site is called what? Just the main uh, decks. Just the decks. It's like the Migaloo decks. Is that what this is? Correct. Yes. Okay. But they call it White Whale. They don't call it Migaloo. I don't understand. The chain, the chain is called technically Migaloo, but everyone knows it as White Whale. Everyone goes by White Whale. Why didn't they just call it White Whale then? Because that was the validator name. If they would have asked me, like, if they would ask me, like, is calling it Migaloo a good idea? I'd be like, fuck no. Hey, listen. <laughs> you know listen. I mean? like, hey, can I tell you something? Jesus Christ. With the name. I had a debate. I had a debate with them about mm -hmm. this fucking issue. You <laughs> I lost. I lost. You well, you just lost. I lost. Oh, man. <laughs> That's got to be worth like a lot of TVL right there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now go to app.migaloo.zone. Okay. Different, different web page. Okay. This is okay app.migaloo.zone and this is their dashboard for alliance staking so you can take your b whale and you can stake it over on terra and what's what's it earning right now uh jg let's see and i don't know but I'm, I'm doing that right now so i have i'm just gonna just be honest i have about like seven hundred and like forty thousand b whale staked right something like that Jesus and, Christ, you're like a, a B well. No, whale. no, no, no. Listen, listen. It's not all mine though. It's part of it. <laughs> so it's part of part of it's my wife. I'm not gonna lie. So a good chunk of it's my okay. wife. Okay. So, so but it's printing right now between the two of us, and I've just been auto compounding this, and that's what I've been growing it from auto compounding on this Luna. Okay. I think mm. I'm getting like I think I'm getting like forty Luna a day right now off of that. Okay. It's not bad, right? Uh, I mean I'm double exposure, okay. so I'm yeah. auto compounding the whale. And um, and um, getting Luna. So. All right. So yeah. So it's it's all about taking your yield and with Alliance, you can move it to Terra, and they're they're kicking in extra yield for you. So I, I sent you. This is the one page I wanted you to take a look at. So you can take you can take whale or you can take whale. You turn it into amp. Amp Luna, Amp Whale, or sorry, you can stake <laughs> it over on Terra and get all these little derivatives are like hard to keep track yeah. of. Yeah, they they are, Steffi, they are. But this is one dashboard, and then the, the other one. This is what I want to. I don't know if you've done that done that much with the Alliance, but the Alliance dashboard is Alliance dash dashboard dot Terra Money. And not that many chains have implemented a, the alliance stakings. But real quick, you can just take your whale, wrap it, move it over to, to Terra. I can stake it over there, and I can earn twenty percent on my B whale or my amp whale. So is the while I'm earning that, is my whale token going to zero or what? 
Like that's yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. It's totally everything you bought is it's all going to zero. Especially yeah, zero. like so you're getting the yield, but like in the meantime, the uh... no, no, but hey, but so real talk though. So it, whale does have a four percent chain inflation, but they have a system which does buybacks and burns, which is already making them deflationary. Like their system's already ahead of the curve. Why? So, um, so the buybacks and burns are what? There's some transaction fee with all these different things that are happening or what? Yeah. So there's the regular, you know, there's two points. Like, so they have just like, um, the defend the peg, they had those crazy arbitrage bots and that's what they used to defend the peg back in the day. Right. So they employed that on, uh, on all the chains. So they, their model is to be like the silent decks. If a chain doesn't really need a primary decks and it's just to arb the pools back into health when there's volatility. So white whale, I mean, so the whale, system is capturing it doesn't matter up down volatility just regular trading they have the regular dex fees or the volatility of the bots that capture so are they are being like what the, the value of different assets on the different chains yeah of all different pools like when they're out of balance if they have a matching asset pool on, and there's another pool somewhere else and there's out of balance they'll arb it back into health okay so like if you have so for people that don't understand what this is like Let's say the value of Adam is like slightly lower on injective and slightly higher on, I don't know, like on uh, Chihuahua, then it's going to find detect that difference. And then it's going to sell it where it's more expensive and buy it where it's cheaper yep. and pocket the difference. And that's going to then bring value to the whale token, which then gets burned as the mechanism to sort of give value to the holder. Yeah, so half, half, I think I believe half is burned and then half is redistributed to the stakers. That's, that's the model. Okay. And let's see what has happened so far. Let's see, go to Coin Hall. You know what? Hey, you should look at Deving here. I'll try to pin it. I'll, I'll look for the site right now. Deving.zone has great analytics on all these, like on the Whale project, on a bunch of the Terra projects. Like we can see yeah. a bunch of great stuff on his site. Well, I'm just looking at um, what has happened to the. Like, okay, where's the best place to give you the price feed for the whale token? Is that, um, is that coin calls numbers or what? You can go, you can, you can go to this deving.zone, D-I-V-I-N-G.zone or, or coin gecko. Let's look at the weekly chart on this sucker. Um, uh, it, 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 it dipped below a cent. Chart overall, you for sure. You know they have it there on whale on on Mikulu. You gotta look up whale. Yeah, whales. Um, whales chart looks pretty healthy overall. I guess it opened up in October, kind of did its first spike um, off the bottom there in November sixth. Then it kind of pulled back November twenty seventh. Another spike in um, another higher high or whatever in December eleventh. Took another like giga dump back to like 18 cents. I don't know. And then it kind of has been steadily trending upward. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, I mean, if it has like a decent deflationary tokenomic, it might be worth one that might be interested in you know, kind of holding on to it. Does CoinGecko have it up there already? Probably. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's look at it here, see what it's been doing. What's the market cap, JG? Like 15 mil? No, I, I, yeah, like 16, 17, maybe 15, something like that. And on CoinGecko, it is a whale, right? Or what? Yeah, yeah, it's whale. So on Gecko, they have it showing up here since January of last year. Is that correct? Or 2021? Well, remember, the because the old whale token? 
there's a classic version, so it might be tracked. And, and they didn't uh, kill the project. They relaunched the token to everybody. So I don't know if it's tracking that all-time high also. Yeah, because it's 0. 0.048 is the price now. And it was running... I think it's all-time high. is like 25 cents or something like that. So Yeah, 25 yeah. cents. Okay. And it took like the giga, giga dump like in the crash of Terra for like... Yeah, May 2022 time period or whatever, you see it bottoming out. So, so it's May been live again for like, I think about a year. So if you look from a, the, a, the last year from today, you'll, that's pretty much its longevity of its rebirth. Yeah, so now we're at 4.7. But you said what, what month was the birth? About a year ago. A year ago was when they relaunched. And the team tokens are fully un unlocked this month, I believe. Yeah. So no looks like the, it looks like the um we'll repeat that in a second but it looks like the um february 28th is like of 2023 is when you saw it pump back up and it kind of regained all its sort of like value and previous price before the terror crash became resistance at about nine cents and then it's kind of like bottomed out at about um 0. 0.008 dollars um or like 0. 0.8 cents and now we're at um Point zero four seven no so four point seven cents market cap right now is only seventeen million so it's relatively small um, so F FDV is about twenty eight million TVL so far is about nine point two million which is not bad for its market cap being only seventeen so the TVL is approaching like a little bit over fifty percent of the um, the circulating market cap. And you said that um, the team unlocks. What's happening with that? Okay, so wait, that's not accurate. Fully unlocked. No, no, that, that's not accurate. So there, I, I can, I know exactly what this is. So for the core team, they have a two-year vesting. It's it's uh, on a linear uh, basis. So okay. it's just coming out block by block. There is no cliff. Um, mm -hmm. But what he, what what Mary is referring to is that uh, the original early investors from pre-crash days. Um, their last unlock happened, I think, in the in the next like week or two, or it happened already. I can't remember, but it's supposed to have like already occurred, or it's occurring like right now. So there might be a buying opportunity in the next week, but that's like happening. And then it's literally they're a project with no VCs. You know, they run validators on like a bunch of chains to support the launch of their chain. That's how they managed to pull this off without getting a grant. Okay, interesting. Um, but like so. Repeat the part about the unlocks of the, the... Okay. yeah. So uh, the team tokens are vesting, and they have one more year, and they they trickle out one more year. So, and then the 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 old VCs from pre crash, I their token like the last uh, visage of like their tokens are unlocking. I think in this like next week, or it could have happened. I'm not even gonna lie, I don't know, but it's happening like right at this time. Frame. I posted I posted the announcement up top. You should be able to see it in like ten seconds. So. Happy to announce that early investors' allocation will be fully vested in three weeks. There you go. Okay, cool. In the in the early the investors first, not not so much the. Okay, so like you could theoretically just watch to see what happens at that point, but probability is is that like usually the early investors in something like this are hardcores. You probably won't see a whole lot of selling from them, um, although that could be wrong. Like the. 
the price when this thing started out, I don't know what, what do you know what price, JG, that the OTC price for the early investors actually was of the token? So I I believe the buy-in price was in, back in the day was three cents. And you know, they've always said that that was the, the lowest that uh, they ever did uh, pre-cash and the fundraising sale was three cents. So so right now, I mean, those early investors are in profit, but- uh, Slightly. Those guys, those guys invested in a project when they were just, you know, an Arbing project defending the peg, one DAP, one chain. And now they got to relaunch into a project that's uh, its own chain uh, DAP on nine other chains with multiple, you know, liquidity injections yeah. from foundation. It's like a whole bigger project, right? We have, we have, we're building with them, the raccoon bet. And we're right is, before a bull market too. So it's kind of right? like. I, it would be silly, I think, at this point to give it up. Look, I, I'm gonna be honest. When I look at all the, all all of these Cosmos chains, there, there's a, a great, there's a lot of good ones out there, and I, I'm pretty sure, like you know, in that market, like seventy percent of these things are gonna rip. Like you're gonna be able to throw money at the wall, I think, uh, if if you're in this space right now, and and you're gonna be able to be making some pretty good profits, right? It'd be it's gonna get ridiculous. Um, but I definitely think when I when I look at this, like what's really doing something interesting. You know, as terrible as the name is, is Megaloo. <laughs> well, for for all intents and purposes, it's white whale everywhere. It doesn't really say. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know, I know. I wish they would swap the Twitters and just um, make 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 their main thing just both encompass both. It would be better. Yeah, the, yeah, the older Twitter account has more followers. I mean, nobody That's... fucking knows what a Megaloo is. When people hear whale, they're like, "Oh yeah, whale." Yeah, I want... I had a good. I, I want to be a crypto whale, you know. That's like, what the token goes by, anyway, Seppi. So, um, the, the, hey, real quick, Seppi, the, the yeah. real important thing is this sale DAO that they just the sale DAO just launched. So this is a new DAO. Sale S A I L. Yes, it's the okay. sale DAO. It's a partnership between White Whale and Osmosis. So that's one of the reasons why. Backbone Labs is going to be launching their NFT marketplace on Osmosis. So this new, it's a liquidity DAO, Steffi. So mm -hmm. Osmosis is, what was it? Was it $10 million USD worth of Osmosis? No, no, no. It was, um, it was, I think the deal was for 3.5 million Osmo tokens. Uh, and then it would be allocated. So there's going to be 1.25 million Osmo in an LP for B Osmo Osmo, and there'll be 1.25 million for AMP Osmo Osmo, and then the other remaining, um, like what is it? It's three. It's other remaining like one and a half million dollars is uh, or yeah, that will be part. So you will be able to, I guess, make props for liquidity. Like you will be able to petition the sale DAO to help bootstrap liquidity on projects. Uh, that's kind of what it's for. I think so. So, Steffi, I put I put the link up top. I mean, I'm we're we're giving you the full chill here, okay, Steffi. The the sale DAO is a liquidity DAO. Um, think of it kind of like um, what they're doing over there on Kajira, but okay. uh, but but not as big. So they're just. I think it's going to be like over seven nine million dollars worth of liquidity that other DApps or protocols can put up a proposal saying, hey, we would like to do um, a, a liquidity prop to like, you know, like JG and Backbone Lab. I think JG, you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna ask for some liquidity, right? I believe we are already locked in for some, but yeah. 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 So this is, this is just like, kind of like another, it's like putting the turbo booster on a rocket. Like if you ask me kind of, 
and this is kind of like what I was going back to you talking to you about osmosis. Like I think so. Like I have a bunch yeah. of uh, Luna tokens uh, uh, that are vested that I can actually technically uh, use, and I could either leave them in Luna or I could buy buy some of these different things with it. Um, what's what's like the the most solid? Uh, like B, most B whale, B whale, and B lunar. You want to stick that Luna in the grave digger, but first you're going to have. I want. I, I think you should convert about half of it to whale. No, what I'm saying think? is like, let's say I didn't let, like uh, forget about like whether it's Luna or not. Of in within this ecosystem that you guys have seen so far, like what is the highest upside play that you can think of? I'm like, not well, even kidding. I think it's I think it's whale. Like I'm not even joking. Like at 17 million market cap, it's definitely I, I, 100 million market cap is like is like a no brainer in the next run up. I, I believe. And I, I try not to give financial advice, but what I'm building in this ecosystem and like I'm mm. watching other things that are taking place, and all so like you have the the Juno Dow Dow stuff happening, and they're developing that that tooling, and you have right. like alliance stuff happening, and you have all these different components happening. But they're all happening on whale. They're all converging. We have betting markets, prediction markets, NFT markets, NFT fi. We have uh, LSTs. You know, uh, there's all these different strategies that are blossoming and on a chain with no VCs and nobody's paying attention. I'm going on a podcast um, uh, tomorrow with Vanessa. You know, the techno uh, technology poet Vanessa. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I'm about? So I'm going to do her show tomorrow, and we're trying to trying to spread the word but we definitely think that we're having more fun than the other guy i don't know <laughs> except for maybe but, coach okay. bruce i think coach bruce has the most fun on fucking but Twitter. isn't isn't yeah. the other side of the art real quick this is a good question this is a question i have for seth sethy isn't the other side of the argument is for some for some chains it's helpful to have the those VCs pumping their bags and you just ride the rocket with them. Yeah. VC like having VCs is not necessarily bad. The, the, the tricky thing is knowing when they're going to dump on you. That's the, that's always the mystery, but you sort of have that problem no matter what happens, because here's the thing. If you have a chain that nobody knows about and it doesn't go up. Okay. You don't get any benefits, whether or not it does VCs or not. If it's a chain that, VCs pump and eventually you do well and then like you sell before they do. Okay, you did fine. Um if you have like just some tokenomic that you're paying validators or whatever with, which is like an inflationary tokenomic and there's no actual heavy real capital behind it, then you're just basically suffering from the inflation. Um so so the problem is like no matter what you do, you eventually have to find a source of funds flowing into your ecosystem. And I'm assuming with White Whale, like all their various different, like, I don't know, staking things and whatever pools, they're sort of extracting value from other chains. Is that basically right, JG? Like, is that what's how Whale's making its, like, because you're actually getting no, revenue no, so, flowing no, so, in, right? Oh, no, so Whale, Whale is not doing that. What Whale's doing is that they're putting a, a product on chain and they're providing transactions and then ARBing, right? So it's not about extracting oh, that's true. anything, right? They, their whole model is like a win-win model. They're not, they're not doing extracting. How much ARB money are they making now? Oh, well, I mean, it all depends. Like, so like Luna, uh, you know, we were able to get a liquidity injection on White Whale when we did a prop. And when we, uh -huh. when we did that injection, if you look at the deving.zone, you can see uh, the different chains on White Whale and their buybacks and burns on a daily basis. It has them all listed. It's really, 
a good site. Yeah. You you would be you Hold would be fascinated. D-E-V-I-N-G dot zone. Yeah. Deving dot zone. Yeah, and then if you look, just look for like the white whale tab, and then you'll be able to go to the uh, dexes and see the chains and the markets and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, click click on the the Megaloo tab there on Deving Zone. That's got all okay. the stats for you. So that's but, where I'm at now. Where do I do? Um, let's see. Go down to. Oh, um, uh, let's see. Um, haven't been in, been on here on a while. Um, mm, econ- dashboard. No. Sorry. Economic I'm... economic zone. Hold on. It's not letting me go through. What do I do? Uh, I think, DeFi Alliance Raccoon Bed. So there's, I, I mean, I see where it says White Whale Protocol when you when you when you're just on the straight Deving dot Ape, zone. It says it Apex, right. Apex Apex Zone. I think that'll give you some information you're looking for. Apex. It's on that top. That top. Apex dashboard. Yes. All right. Let's see. Ride the whale. Supply overview. Staked foundation. Community liquid. Community pool. But real mm-hmm. quick, back to your question, Sefi, when you were talking about like abstracting money from stuff like blah, 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 the, the alliance, like I know there are like a lot of people that are far, that are like they so they've got their they've got their B Luna or their B whale. And if you alliance stake it, you're kind of like taking whale and then going over and farming Luna and you're yep. getting 20 for 20 percent. Like I don't and I don't have a problem with um various value extraction techniques this is the game in crypto anyway it's like half of it's like figuring out how you can take money out of one pocket and put it in another pocket as long as it goes into like your pocket you know it's like (laughs) what do you care um there's some level of like this is just kind of the fun the game this is the how chuck e cheese works right like you go you play on the skee-ball machines you maybe throw a few you know basketballs whatever it is you get some tickets and you go get a playstation for like instead of buying a playstation at walmart for you know, five hundred bucks. You get you spend like two thousand dollars for at Chuck E. Cheese for the same PlayStation. Like <laughs> that's pretty much the game, right? And in the meantime, everyone's having fun pushing buttons. That's the whole deal. So it's like if you can, if this has a way. Now, JG, one of the problems with um, White Whale in the past, when it was on Terra, was like the defend the peg concept was okay. How do you keep UST um, pegged to a dollar? And the problem was is that that peg defense mechanism was only on chain. Like the white whale system did not actually connect to other blockchains. I mean, other sexes like Binance and whatever. So the problem was, is that like when the time came to actually defend the peg, it wasn't able to do very much because really like most of the peg defense had to be done off chain, which is where the problem came in. Hey, so you mean if they were CCID enabled, they would have been able to actually? Uh... <laughs> yeah, if they were CCIP enabled, what would the difference would have been is that Luna UST would not have depegged because there would have been enough arbors flying through the CCIP yeah, ecosystem. True, so Chainlink would have fixed that shit. Very true. Very true. But very what true. happened instead is you have all these like um, these closed off ecosystems that are like that are hard to get enough arb you know, cash flowing through them and whatever. Who knows? Anyway, the point is like Megaloo's problem or, or White Whale's problem back then was that. But if like, I don't see on this dashboard where it actually shows the- um, Okay, so look, so look. R I, being- Look, I want to like, show you. I don't know. Yeah, they, I don't know if they show data's, R. I don't think that data is available. No, no, but, that, I, that, but that, something that. where you can see, if you if you start the, the site over, go to like the deving.zone in the top uh-huh. corner. Okay, and then click the White Whale protocol and it opens right. up the chains. 
And on the bottom, you'll see the chains listed horizontally. You can click the chain and you can see like the buybacks uh, that the chains are doing on the decks. So it's, it's what, you see what I'm saying? You can click Terra on that horizontal. Yeah, I see it. Thing. Okay, so click yeah. Terra. And then you see every day you're seeing like how much is available for the buyback for the, and this is how much you can claim for the bonders. This is bonding. Oh, this is bonding, right? This is bonding. Bond, this is bonding yield. I don't know what yeah. that means. So like you can bond to each deck. So if you're bonding your B whale to the uh, white whale decks, you're sharing in the yield of the Terra decks. I see. Right, so when they open the decks on Osmosis, we're going to be able to bond B Whale and B and B um, Amp Amp Whale, and be able to share in the rewards that the decks produces from what the decks does, as you know, the swapping, the arbing, and stuff like that. Who are the guys at Whale that built all this stuff? What's his name? The the Sebastian and uh, is it Seb that did most of this? Yeah, so Sebastian and Sencom. Uh, Sen, yeah, yeah. Between the two of them, they built all of this. Well, no, they have a they have a team. Holy they have shit. a team. They have a team. Okay. Yeah, I mean, those two that started the, the Arbing project have grown their team to I think like ten people or something, and they have you know bot specialists, front end, a couple front end guys, and they have like five or six um, back end specialists, and you know, and then we what we did is we bond we bound together like so their team does the dex part and and then our team does kind of like you know nft and DeFi and culture Ooh, and then, look at this the the estimated real yield and apr of the say liquidity hub is 200 percent. yeah it's not they're serious it's serious business right now <laughs> but remember that will only last until the pool fills up it's brand new <laughs> no don't be an asshole now um <laughs> let me see like yeah don't don't ruin our chances of like, you know, making it big here dude Big, like, yeah, you're telling everybody the alpha <laughs> before the alpha. Take out on that house right now. I'm just joking. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, they got the Terra Classic Hub, twenty five percent. That's what we need is to get involved with the Lunk community again. Well, uh, I mean, look here. You know what? I gotta say. So I think the Luna Classic uh, chain is is interesting in the sense like it definitely needs an identity, and I yeah. think it's a fertile ground to actually do like the most dangerous ideas there. Like if the validators really were with it and they really moved their hardware to like really censorship uh, resistance uh, locations, then you could be like, there's a reason why there's attacks because like, this is like where all the renegade outlaw shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Have you, have you met that community? Um, there are renegade outlaws there. And then there's like, you know, like- I just mean like of... the super experimental shit that like it might be frowned upon. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, like, yeah, how, yeah, but it depends on how far off the deep end you want to go with that kind of thing, right? Well, I mean, um, you have to. I mean, just just because there's utility doesn't mean you have to partake in it. There's a lot of stuff out there in the world that we don't have to do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, let's see here, Kajira Cosmos SDKs, like, yeah, they do different things. So they're they're connected to a lot of things. That's kind of cool. Um, so they they cross chain connected. Um, like what did we say? Like nine different chains so far, the nine realms with yeah, with White Whale, and so nine. all of those. Yeah. So, so hey, the real, best. Real, real quick, Steffi. Uh -huh. I don't. I don't think there's a lot of volume on Comdex, and I think Say is just getting started. Yeah. Of so course. out of out of those nine, all right, seven Terra, realms. Okay, out of those seven, <laughs> Terra has high volume. Injective volume is starting to crank up. Um, Chihuahua had some serious volume back in December when the meme craze started taking off. Like the the volume on Chihuahua was was getting crazy. So like 
it's it's a little you know they're not all equal let's just put it that way the dexes it pisses sense. me off that when my my stupid chihuahua token finally mooned like the channel between goddamn yeah. Juno and whatever was yeah. broken i don't i have no idea by the way why i had chihuahua tokens on Juno. i think it was because like um i remember it's because you, you were staking, it's because you were staking loop <laughs> Yeah, probably, you know what happened? I think well, the reason I had money on there is because I think my Juno token got wrecked. And I'm like, fuck this. Uh, I'm going to buy some Chihuahua token. And instead of like moving it from there to Chihuahua, I left it there thinking, why would the, why would the channel get broken? And then it's like, um, I have to sell it on loop eventually. And I actually finally got rid of it on loop the other day just to kind of clean up all these wallets and stuff just for, you know, uh, you know I, I got like obsessive, like an obsessive like mode. And I decided to go and sell all that shit. And I moved it where it, back to osmosis or something you did some, <laughs> house, kind of, did some house cleaning house you cleaning you know what i mean when you have yeah. shit everywhere and it's like why do i have all this money everywhere yeah um yeah, yeah. so like yeah that, that was a funny wreckage but um okay so like so directly going for the whale token as opposed to some other sort of strategy within the ecosystem um is the way you would go or is there some kind of interesting like um is there like a whale liquid staking token of some kind that does some cool shit or no you're talking to the man who's who's running the b the b whale yeah yeah, yeah. so b whale is, is is bone whale bonded whale like that's our liquid staking derivative that we've paired with these nft communities okay how do i get myself a bonded whale now okay so you would go to so so, so the, the most capital efficient way to own whale token would be to own it in the form of bonded whale in theory like, yes, because you're auto compounding and you're earning yield when you're just holding it instead of right. sure. And is there a pretty good size LPs for this where you can move in and out of it without tons of slippage and shit or what? Yes, yes. No, there's huge, there's huge LPs. Migaloo has, uh, or a whale, I shouldn't say Migaloo, has uh, made big LPs. Okay, point me to the site where I have to bookmark this thing. Okay, so, so you could go to the uh, go to go to backbonelabs.io. Okay. All right. And then um, you go to. Uh, oh, holy shit, there's a skeleton coming out of a ground in here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, we're shit. To, we're about to update this whole site right now. It's going to look completely different. And like, like graphics, there's a lab, there's an alliance, and there's like a bunch of dead dudes. Yeah. Uh, we're having a fun. We're, right? we're resurrecting, we're resurrecting crypto over here. We got the crypt. We got the necromancer, the necropolis. I don't even know. The death incubator. What in the fuck? Yeah. The Cerberus. Just, it's like a this, big devil supercomputer. <laughs> hey don't you love right. it hey you don't you i know you love it <laughs> Seppi, like it. the yeah. necropolis is the nft website the grave digger are the liquid staking liquids that's where you can liquid stake all all you got to do Steffi, is get your luna and you you can go over to that app.whitewhale.money you can trade it right on terra you can trade your your luna to whale and then all you have to do is um you 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 just need to IBC it over to the white whale decks through TFL, and then boom. You go to <laughs> hey, the he makes it sound so simple. Huh? Right now you're you're you know, right now you're confusing me because like I was I was mesmerized by all the shit on this website. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, I was just, listen, I was listen. digging through here, going, ooh, look at this. You know, like, hey, just just look look around. Let's look around for a second. But this is all going to change. Yeah. So, so look, <laughs> hey, the site feels a little disjointed. I'm going to be honest, but that's because when we built this thing, like you got to remember, we just came from like being skeleton punks to like then like, oh, we should try this and we should try this and we try. And then next thing we know, we're like, 
oh, okay, we can really pull, we can really pull, put this together. PFC's on board. Who, who are the main guys in the backbone team besides PFC's? Like, okay, so uh, there's Thomas, who you know he's been a, he's a full stack dev. Uh, he was working with Orbital Command when I met him two years okay. ago. Uh, he does uh, the marketplace. PFC does the grave diggers. Uh, we have Octane Luna doing the front end stuff, and um, then we have you know obviously our community manager and our comms guy, and then and then me, you know, the janitor. <laughs> yeah, the most important position of all. Yeah. Um, let's see. So what what section of this site do I go to in order to? Okay, so if you want to be Luna thing. Okay, so or, no, so not be Luna. Be be well. Okay, okay, so you go to you go to the grave digger and you select uh, the Megaloo chain. And there, it's just the like a regular grave digger Megaloo, right? And then it's just like a regular liquid staking. Just plop it in there. You get your B whale. Now, are you using Kepler? So here's the thing. So Kepler mm -hmm. is being really annoying because they're not recognizing any token factory tokens, which is kind of silly because yeah, all, a lot of tokens are token factory tokens because they're a lot. Yeah. You won't. You won't. Use. You won't be able so to leap, see your leap, leap or station. Leap or station. But I don't. I, I think leap's not even enabled right now. We're doing wallet stuff, so you'd have to use station wallet. Let's see here. Um, well, I'll need to connect with uh, Terra Station ultimately anyway, because like that's, that's where, where some of the assets I want to use actually perfect, are. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So let me kind of look at that here. Um, hey, what do you think of that new activity tab on the upgrade? I, I'm loving that on the station, like where you can see like the multi-chain hops when you do stuff. You're like, holy shit, I can see everything. All my money's... <laughs> uh i haven't i don't think i played with it yet I've, what I'm, i haven't been paying attention honestly all right well yeah, when, you drop, when station did an upgrade stuffy unless yeah. if you haven't if you haven't upgraded to v3 it's pretty dope yeah you can either up you can either upgrade through your seed phrase or just your password if you do it with just the password it's not fully activated and i don't know what the difference is jg I don't think you have access to all the chains without doing the seed phrase. Correct. That's correct. We're giving you the whole down low here, Steffi. Steph, can I tell you something? Steffi is a, is a, is a station uh, TFL Jedi, just so you know. <laughs> it's been, yeah, it's been a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like riding a bike, dude. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, no, I sort of like, well, I, I, I sort of like, my my Luna that's kind of come out of delegations, I got like fifty percent of it or something. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with it next? And this looks like it might be fun to do some some stuff with it. So you go in here, you're on Backbone Labs, and you hit the stake. Um, and what what is the ratio now between B whale and whale now? Uh, well, I mean, right there on the site, you should be able to put a number. And if you look at the bottom, there should be it should show you the what you're getting. But yeah, it is convert. It is auto compounding, so it's growing. I don't know what it is off the top. Well, of hold up. Before we do any staking, though, we'd have to convert, like, let's say Luna or whatever. We got to trade it for mm, right. Whale, so, right. So, I mean, the easiest way. I mean, if you have a good experience with TFM, you know, just have your liquid Luna and TFM, and you can literally say, okay, Luna TFM, and I want Whale on Megaloo, and it'll do it all in one. Go so for let's it. See. Let's go to TFM real quick. So, you TFM.com. Gonna connect your wallet. IBC swap in the top corner. We're gonna do the station browser extension on Terra. Yeah. All right, there's that. Um, yep, I'm connected to that. And then I'm gonna use what now again? 
So uh, the IBC swap, I, yeah, I think there's well, a thing. Why don't there. you just do, a, trade just, IBC just do the trade first? Just trade Luna to Whale. Sure. Okay. Oh, so like, and then you're going to transfer from yeah. after that, right? Yeah. Once you once you go from Luna to Whale, then I actually like the IBC within Station Wallet. I think it's by far yeah, the most. Or just use the bridge experience. in TFM. So you sell Luna and you go to Eagle. Yeah. Okay. Whale. You could actually just no. go straight to B Whale if you want to. I mean. I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, here, look, let's just let's just be like the most cost efficient. You should look at the swapping ratio of yeah. whale to B whale, yeah. and you should then look at the yeah, staking ratio and see if this is a better deal. But they don't have B oh, whale okay. on here on TFM. Uh, they should have it. They uh, be well. No, I take it back. I'm connected to Osmosis on the TFM. Uh, right. So that we haven't deployed. The, we haven't deployed yeah. So that, okay, that's why. Let me swap. To, well, the, no, it's the TFM has different like in here. Let's see if you, yeah, here you have bone whale direct in theory. And you'd have to know what the ratio and shit is to make sure that you're not getting wrecked. Um, the ratio see. on the grave digger um, is one B whale to 1.049 whale. Yeah, price impact can be quite severe here. Yeah. Um, so let me try it. Let's see what it is yeah, for just, just regular whale. Swap it to regular whale. Well, I mean, all you, all you gotta do is regular whale is probably the most yes. liquid, I would think. Mm, yeah, it's not. It's about two point. Like if you have ten thousand Luna, it's two point seven three percent price impact, for example. Um, so you probably have to make it yeah, in like a bunch you of want to do smaller chunks than that. For okay, sure. so so now check check to what it is on the grave digger. Mm. Because there's no price impact, you're just bonding with the value, right? Yeah, you well bonding the whale, yeah. Right, yeah. but you so it, you might have a, a better spread on on just going to the grave digger. Oh. Is there a so you're minting it. So when you go to the grave digger, you're creating the asset, right? That helps us the most. And then, but you know, depending on if people have been selling our market activity, it's just no. But if I'm, but if I'm on grave digger, can I convert directly from Luna to no? So whale? you would have to still sell the Luna to whale, and then you would need to yeah. IBC the whale over to over. over to, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool. Yeah, just check it. Yeah, I wasn't sure why you were telling me to do something different, but okay, okay. I got it. Um, yeah, anyway, so, okay, yeah, once I get, like, my, yeah, once, some of that, some once of that you get Luna. a whale bag, once you convert the Luna to whale, then you get, you either got, you either want to just swap it to be Luna, or excuse me, once you get your Luna swapped to whale, you either want to just swap it to be whale, or go ahead and go over to the, the grave digger and, and liquid stake it, and so once you liquid stake it, boom, you'll have the be whale, You'll be able to see it in Terra Station. You will not be able to see it in Kepler, um, but the B whale will be. It'll be on. It'll be on the White Whale chain. And then you could you could Alliance stake it after that and earn an extra twenty percent. Hey, actually, that's what I would do. If you're getting B whale, I would definitely then IBC back over to Terra, and then you just stake it like mm -hmm. a regular. You go to your Alliance stake, you select the whale, and stake it. And I'm telling you, you, get good yield zero, on that. Zero one bonding. <laughs> Zero unbonding to to alliance stake. 
So you can take B whale, you're making the yield off of that, but then you can then also stake yes. an alliance? Yes, and so you, you get the auto compounding of the whale and then you get the 20% yield in Luna on staking it on you have to move. You have to move the B whale back over to Terra to alliance stake and it's zero unbonding. So you can, it, it, you're not locked, you're not locked. Okay. So you're making like yield yeah. on top of yield and like you're just a flywheel. It's your favorite and then, thing. Let's just put it your, like that. Your, your yield, your B, your <laughs> then, B whale is only 4%, but your your yield over when you alliance stake it is 20%, but you earn Luna. Okay, so that's not accurate. The yield is higher. So the chain yield is 4% if all the entire chain was staked. That's right, how that works. But right, since right. about... Since about sixty percent of the chain is staked, the yield is closer to about eight or nine percent. Really? No, it's about eight or nine percent, and then we're auto compounding it. So you get that yield on whale, and then you get the twenty percent uh, in Luna emissions that just come out, you know, every block or every. So it's like it's ten percent plus twenty, and I'm getting thirty, something like that. Yes, that's yes. closer. If to you it. alliance stake your okay. B whale, you'll get close to thirty percent, but you have to go in there and claim your Luna. And then, boom, your Luna is um, sitting in your wallet. And and you know what? This will also qualify you for our token That's... drop for Soul. So, I mean, this will also qualify you for an airdrop. Yes, you will be qualified uh -huh. for the Soul airdrop, Seppi. That's right. I tell you what, I, I, I better be getting, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. We got, we, <laughs> I'm doing, doing my job here, JG. <laughs> yeah, JG, uh, is he whitelisted for some sort of? Uh... I'm going to get a bonus. I get, uh, firm tokens hey, or sold tokens or something. Definitely not. We don't play any favorites here. <laughs> we don't play any favorites. Give Mayor like a cup of whale sperm or something. He's, he's, he's got some sweet NFTs. Him. He's got some. If no one claims I, all you those, know what? NFTs, you got some whitelist coming man. With, with the, if no one claims all those left those uh, unclaimed. What are you talking about? What are you talking about in the in the in the in the Megaloo thing for the people who over yeah. overpaid? Well, of course they're going to claim. There's only 164 there's, NFTs that people need to pick up, and only 38 wallets. Those things are a, gone. There's 164 nice that ones. were left, right? There's 164 that we reserve for people to pick up because we implemented. So, Seth, you know how one of the one of the problems that we run into when you're minting a collection or you're running into a mint on a volatile chain is that if all of a sudden that the chain has great price exposure, and all of a sudden you know your $20 mint goes to $140 mint the mint comes to a screeching halt. And so we experienced this when we were minting Megaloo whales. So, uh, and I mean, that's fantastic for the chain, but it sucked for the mint. So we ended up implementing this uh, price, dynamic pricer that would uh, maintain a stable dollar price, regardless of what the chain price is doing. So mint could continue to run smoothly. And uh, so people had to come pick up, there was 164 NFTs that were minted before we implemented this and they overpaid. So that's what he's referring to right now. Um, what are we, I'm pretty sure that they're gonna be picked up and if they're not picked up, then I'm sure the treasury will find ways to make collaborations with them and give yeah. them away and prizes. Yeah, that's, and that's like that. what I figured. I knew, I knew you'd, I mean, I, I agree with you. I'd be surprised, but there might be one or two that get left over, you never know. The NFPT people really make my head hurt with their fucking minting and their whatever else, white lists and Telegram groups and discords yeah. and whatever. I mean, I hate you, people. The, the crazy yeah. thing is, Seppi, sometimes these NFTs will do a four or five X. In the in the middle of the bear market last year, that's everyone was messing around with NFTs just to have fun. 
Well, NFTs oh, are kind yeah. of I get it. NFTs are counter to the L1. That's the great part about them. If you if you start to see the pattern, right? Like the L1 takes off, and then NFTs the prices slow down because they're really expensive now. And then when the L1 crumbles, NFT sales take off because people haven't raised their raised the prices. You know, it's a really weird dynamic. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, like if you're into like trading NFTs and sorting all that shit out, man, that's like a whole nother ball. Like that's a whole nother Chuck E. Cheese arcade, right? Like you, you're moving up from the skee ball section over to the like whack a mole yes, section. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yes, like that's that's what's that's what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, the fucking tickets aren't coming out of your goddamn basketball machine. You're waiting for that guy to come help you out. And, and you hope the whole thing doesn't burn down like, in the, while you're doing it, right? Yeah, you you get rug pulled at the Chuck E. Cheese with those tickets, man. Sometimes. Like you're sure you got four tickets on that ski ball round, and you only got three because the fucking thing ran out. You know, hey Luca, what's going on? Hey. So I want to see if anybody remembers the early days of Bitcoin and how dirty it was. If everybody's forgotten, or how dirty it was? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like the stuff they used to be able to buy and sell with oh, the silk road the yeah silk like road. it was pretty nasty it was some gnarly stuff silk out road. there mm-hmm. i don't know if everybody's forgotten i don't i don't care but if you know someone's gonna come looking for all that shit we might all be in trouble i don't know but mm, yeah well like yeah i didn't really have time for too much of the gnarly shit really myself but um jg I never actually if, did if you were in the early bitcoin silk road com- community at uh, jg what would you, what what would you have done <laughs> i'm not even gonna answer that question <laughs> oh, man. fair enough fair enough i mean if you right. know what it's absolutely if you're just gonna pretend that no one no, saw it and it's all in the past it's fine <laughs> but uh, i want to know because yeah if a, yeah. what's it called crypt keeper or whatever comes out JG's still trying to, he's imagining what he's going to do with all his, like, his when his whale token moons, he's like, what, what am I going to do with this money? Um, JG, did you, did you buy yourself a Lambo yet or not yet? Oh my God. Can I tell you something? Let me, I'm just going to, I'm just going to level with you, dude. I drive a Prius. Let's just be honest. All right. I'm not, I'm not into, <laughs> I don't have a Porsche. <laughs> I don't is know. Your, is your Prius like, uh, how, how is it? It's a 2013. I'm, I'm not. I, I don't even. Like, hey, listen. I do this shit all day. I don't. I don't even care about cars. <laughs> yeah, I figured. No, but your Prius is still running good. Yeah, honestly, I, I gotta say, Toyota runs like a top. I, I, I don't even have to worry about that thing. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> I took, I took my car, my cousin's Prius once. So I had a um, situation where, like, I had to get back to work and I had to drive like six hours from an airport, from my cousin's place to my, um, out to where I was going and the flight or something got canceled. So I just took his car and I took off with it. And, um, he's like, yeah, take my car. He had a Prius and, um, God damn JG, like, uh, on a highway, that thing makes, you know, that thing sounds like an airplane with the doors taken off of it. That's how much noise bleeds into that car. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I right? Is that how yours is? Man, it's definitely uh, not a not a quiet ride. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> it's like that. It's like the thing's made of tissue paper or some shit. Seriously. <laughs> By the time I got to the end of that drive, I thought, you know, like, like 
I'm not really that a big fan of noise, but and even if it is, the noise needs to be nice, right? Like driving that thing, I felt like I wanted to kill myself by the end of six hours. Like in a wind turbine. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was miserable, man. But anyway, not trying to rank well, on your car. No. Just the saying. Wife, hey, the wife has the Tesla. I just keep pushing the Prius. I don't care. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I had my piece of shit Jeep for like, what, nine, ten years? Um, it wasn't a piece of shit, really. It worked. It served me great, actually. It's like a Grand Cherokee, whatever it is. Um, and uh, drove it up all in the different mountains, all over the country. Went everywhere with the thing, and uh, put like maybe 110k miles before selling it. See, I was, I'm not a huge car dude either, really, necessarily. My son made me my made me buy this Porsche. I like it a lot, though. What kind of Tesla you guys have, J- JG? Your wife drive one. We just got we got a new one. We got it's a twenty. It's a twenty. Uh, 23 and i mean it's just a model three nice. uh it's just a base one i gotta tell you that thing the amount of car you get uh in a tesla for the entry point is it is shocking it, that car yeah. is really fast especially it's like crazy price, especially after the price came down even more i got you know i, I even qual we qualified for uh that the, tax rebate too huh? yeah they sent us they sent me 7500 bucks to to sign a lease for a new car i was like oh that's a good deal okay cool yeah well, last time we were in the, when we were looking around so when i was get, looking at this Porsche and we were also looking at tesla and this and that um the part of what drove me away from getting the tesla is that our income level is too high to actually qualify for any rebate i'm like why in the fuck would i not want to like why would someone else get the rebate and i'm going to go and not get the rebate it makes no sense at all <laughs> so I guess we should have bought. We could have bought a used one, I suppose. But or, 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 I mean, your kids. I don't know if your the bracket your kids are earning in, but you could always stuck it in their name. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, no, but my my kids are still dependent and shit, so they don't make it, they don't make enough to make this matter. How does it work with the lease, yeah. JG? You get it with the lease. You get the tax break with the lease too. It just takes it off the. No, no, it's not. I, I misspoke. It's not a lease. We took out the loan with. Oh, uh, okay. With, chase you know we qualified for whatever the yeah payment. you buy it you get the yeah, loan we bought it we bought it we bought okay it. We bought so it. yeah and then you're getting, you're getting the rebate it's 75 yeah, the, the 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 sticker price yeah they just sent me a they just sent us a check i was shocked it took like no, 100 100 days irs sends you a check right basically no 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 it's like the energy the, the energy, energy sorting over whatever yeah okay the, the clean air.org foundation i think it's called or something like that all right mm, yeah yeah it was cool. Sefi, did you did you swap anything yet, or are you going to do it later? No, I've got. I've, I'm waiting for some unlocks, oh. so I, I've got it all. You got it lined up, like bookmark. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all lined up here. Cool. I'm probably going to cut out. Yeah. It's getting late for me, but good chatting. As yeah, yeah. Always. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Catch you later, man. Yep. JG. Just hanging out, BSing. JG, thanks for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, brother. Thanks for helping walk us through some of that stuff. It's all I'm, I'm bookmarking. The, I'm bookmarking the relevant destinations so that I can remember to do this. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, Necropolis on Osmosis, man. It's going to be interesting. I'm super excited about NFTs on Osmosis. I know that you know Sefi wasn't thrilled about the Osmosis holding the Osmosis token, but if you look at the metrics of how much money is flowing through their chain, I think they transacted like 1.7 billion last month, and so. You know, that community definitely, you know, having having a culture, uh, pieces of culture to identify with, having uh, people be able to put up their art, I think it's huge for that chain. It's going to be, a, it's definitely going to be a big moment for Backbone, I think for Whale and everything that we've been trying to do 
uh, with the sale program and all these projects that we've been trying to show you tonight. You know, so I'm I'm super excited. I'm really really excited. It's been like this is the, probably the biggest opportunity for us. Let's just be honest, right? I mean, Osmos is a, these are the big leagues. Uh, it's a, it's an honor to participate and build with these guys, and and we're gonna do our best. You know, yeah, man. I'm really excited. Looking forward to it. Take care, guys. Yep. See you later, Mayor. JG, what is the soul token going to do in all this business? Okay, so look, can I just be honest with you? You should just read that little paper because it, it literally explains everything. And so I'll, I'll sum it up like this. So, you know, this last cycle where there was a lot of division, the chain maxis, you know, Luna was kind of separated. But I kind of blame that on the fact that we didn't have true parity, you know, kind of kept us isolated. Um, this cycle, you know, it's more about... Uh, what dApps are going to be able to crawl through all these blockchains seamlessly, essentially, right? Because like you're, I remember one of your things you said a long time ago, one of your thesis is like, we're not going to have real decentralization with like one chain. Like if there's only 130 validators, that won't be the case. But but in Cosmos, if we have 100 chains with 100 validators, like all of a sudden, like we really do have real decentralization. And so I think that's kind of what uh, is we're we're going to. And so for Backbone, you know, we want to set up uh, stations of strength on each chain, um, you know, with this culture, with NFT infrastructure, with decentralized infrastructure. And so the soul token, <clears throat> the soul token is our our like kind of unifier for all the products and all the people who manage the grave diggers and all the NFT communities. And so it's a hard capped uh, set 10 million supply. Um, and, you know, 40 percent of the yield from the grave digger will go to soul stakers. And then the other 60% is going into the NFT community and some of the DeFi strategies for them. Um, so it's 100% pass-through backbone, doesn't take any of the yield out for themselves. Um, and so essentially, you know... This so how does the backbone team make a buck? They just hold some of the token or what? Like, well, no, so we, we run a marketplace. There's marketplace fees. Um, you know, we have validators. So um, so the thing about backbone is this. We're, backbone at, right now is not a company. It's It's like kind of three different groups that have come together to make a different type of product so it's nft switch the skeleton punks and uh pfc validator have come together and that's kind of what's formed backbone labs um yeah. right so we're actually as we as we uh develop like you know i'm definitely looking into like panama to start like a holding company because if we don't have to token <laughs> we gotta have a rapper a, comp a corporate rapper there's no way we could do it without that right so hey if you know well, any, anybody in that field that or just like you know, just stay under the radar, stay unknown. Uh, I know, but I don't want to. That's like so dodgy. I think it's just better to to be safe. <laughs> oh, fuck that, dude. I'm going uh, <laughs> to advise against that shit right now. I know, I know, I know. I, I mean, trust me. Like, look, I mean, I, I love my anonymity nah. and like, I just want to make sure that, that we play. No, the, the right thing to do is just stay on and move forward. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, but, but that's why if we do the rapper in Panama, I feel like I'm, I'm allowed oh, to. Oh, the Panama rapper, that shit. Yeah. Like, Okay, whatever, but it doesn't, wrong? it doesn't absolve you of anything by doing that. No, but it's still, I mean, it's still a layer. Not really. All right, fuck it. Well, whatever. The whole point is, <laughs> like, hey, listen, hey, the whole point is, the whole point is, is that why I'm so excited about this token, right? Hard set uh, 10 million. And basically every time we deploy a grave digger and we have these uh, pinnacle communities that manage them, it strengthens soul, right? And and I think it's a good ratio. Uh, and if you look, I mean, read. I think you should read the white paper. I think it's going to be a fun, exciting paradigm. And really, can I say, so really the goal of like, so Backbone Labs, our goal, I believe, is to, you know, spark imagination and like start educating again. We are in that phase. Remember when in the terror phase before the whole thing started to take off? It was all about education, education, education. 
But like we're really kind of in that phase all over again. And because I think this cycle is, man, the, the heart and soul of crypto is going to be in jeopardy. You know, corporate money is coming in huge, ETFs huge. It's going to get, you know, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Britney Spears, pop bubblegum. Like it's going to suck the soul right out of this. And if there's not people who are willing to say like and remind people like what is the point of crypto? We're supposed to like be disruptors. We're supposed to like you know be independent. We're supposed to you know challenge the status quo. Not just fall in line because you know you think the next shiny object is like oh I'm going to be able to mint this and like oh I'll make a million dollars. It doesn't work like that. Like this is like a tool for social change. Wait, and I want to make sure that people don't forget that. Dollars? Huh? What happened? Wait, we can't make a million dollars. Well, you can too, but like, let's like not like lose the purpose of like what's going to happen. And you totally, I think we totally can because I think the amount of money that's going to come in <laughs> once people realize that the government's just going to keep printing this shit like crazy and they're going to need a place to put that wealth. Eventually, the world's going to realize that. Like, it's going to happen, right? Like, we all know it. Everyone sitting here knows it. Yeah. So, they, so, some wealth it's crazy. Them. It's crazy. Right. So, I mean, the whole the whole point is, is like, what do we do? Like, I'm I'm scared of the CBDC. I'm scared of like the social choke points and stuff like that. So if we don't have teams that are like willing to like stand up, fight, like run like uh, equipment in censorship resistant locations, I think we're going to have like a not a good time, <laughs> to be honest. Right. So it's really important that we rally and find like minded people all over the world who are willing to to stand up and, and, and do something similar. And that's kind of like what, what we're trying to like, you know, I guess like the rally cause of what I'm trying to trying to get out there at this point but sefi are you in sweden now or you have yeah. a, too much information yeah. <laughs> yeah, but your avatar has the shirt on that's why i just moved there two years ago so where i'm in sweden now oh no i'm in the u.s why what do you ask okay okay you have a sweden shirt on your uh, avatar that's fine oh <laughs> no that's that's uh that's the <laughs> vault boy from fallout okay video game okay yeah, yeah. it just has colors colors that look like ukraine or something but yeah it's just... like sweden <laughs> man come on or sweden or whatever yeah it's true yeah whatever yeah so sweden ukraine it's yellow blue <laughs> no it's it's just a video game it's, it's a copy paste um from fallout the video game it's the it's the primary like mascot of fallout if you've ever played okay. it anyway um yeah, JG, what I was looking at is like, okay, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So after looking through all of these items that you showed me, like, it seems like because you guys are doing sort of cross-chain ideas, like, it does make sense for you to implement, like, CCIP very quickly. Like, no, I, I'm, I'm not even joking when you told me about that. I, I, I would tell it. the gang that that's like priority number one. If you ask me, like, that's what you should be doing immediately. And it's probably not that hard either. There's like a fucking video you watch and I don't know what. And like, I'm not a dev or anything, but like, it doesn't look complicated to implement. Um, there's like little, they have little entire like simple classes and shit on the Chainlink site. But the thing is, once you do this, what's interesting is like, number one, you'd be able to easily move your B Luna from, um, from so your dap basically is connecting to lots of different chains right so you'd be able to basically swap without having to do the whole tfm piece and all that other stuff you can swap much faster um because really like right now i guess the the friction to get to your site and use it is still high whereas the difference is if someone can literally like, like they could just be not even cosmos native and they could basically use a metamask wallet use their usdc and next thing you know they're buying the 
the whatever whale token or they're buying your token or whatever uh, or buying an nft that's way more pe- possible users than just simply only cosmos people one 100 and, and i think so that's- it, inst- it instantly makes it possible to swap between um yeah and then like if you once you look at it more carefully you're like wait a minute oh look like if a wallet has ccip enabled which by the way every wallet's going to do it just have to wait like it's pretty much a given at this point i think what will happen is that like the end user doesn't need um to understand like cosmos or cosmos wallets or anything they can go straight to your thing and buy your your product direct um that's a really important thing i think hey well <clears throat> our dev is in the chat so uh i hope you're <laughs> listening thomas <laughs> <laughs> but like definitely it's worth researching um what's going on and there are some nft projects that are using uh, so there's two products uh chainlink has ccip and they have chainlink nft um and if you add the metadata of like the nft stuff from ccip into i guess the nft protocol then you can move easily from your nft from one chain to the other um, you could have, say, for example, a Backbone Labs NFT that is cr- truly cross-chain. It's actually literally living on all chains at once because every CCIP-enabled um, NFT, you can basically just move it around wherever you want as long as that destination is also CCIP-enabled. So there's kind of – you have to see what the limitations and whatever are, but um, I think it's super useful. And useful in a way that, like, if it was expected that IBC was going to be implemented on, I don't know, like all the different Ethereum products, okay, fine, right? But like maybe there's an alternative, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Like my suspicion is, is that like, um, well, it's not even my suspicion. So far, the big um, layer twos on uh, Chainlink, which are Polygon, Arbitrum, Optimism, all three have incorporated CCIP along with GMX, uh, sushi swap and a few others and the benefit of that is that you know that some of the and i believe solana may have already implemented as well or is working on it point is like if you have some of the major chains and major nft marketplace and whatever connected it doesn't make sense not to connect to these things and um get some of that cross-chain money flowing because uh, you're going to want like as the the next bull market or whatever runs over the next few years you're going to want as much liquidity to flow in as possible. And um, uh, like Cosmos, I think still has its challenges um, in that respect. Um, You have to swap between a fair number of different coins and things. Like the newbie coming in from the US, it's like you'd buy Atom probably, you'd take that Atom, you'd go to then Osmosis or somewhere. And then you take that and you turn it to Whale somewhere. And then you gotta go with this and that, you know, it's just too much bullshit to, to deal with. Um, the ideal situation would be is like if you're trying to sell, say, a whale token, you should be able to sell it to anybody anywhere. And probably right now, the best way to do that would be straight up uh, CCIP USDC now that's available. And you just go click a button and boom, you now own the token. Um, and because like a lot of people, they have Coinbase Kraken, whatever, and they know how to get their USDC and or, or Adam or whatever, but jumping around to, to get to the proper tokens kind of difficult still. So um, think about like CCIP would replace bridges, aggregators, such as TFM. It would t- tend to replace things like squid routers and all those things because you don't need them at that point. 
And the interesting thing about CCIP is there are going to be liquidity pools in the background as well. So a lot of things will be linked to like USDC. So one of the things that you can do as a protocol is, let's say you have the SOL token, right? You as a protocol can provide the liquidity um, uh, of your token within CCIP and have it paired to LINK. And LINK becomes kind of like internet inter exchange token or like almost like a gas token type of philosophy. And then you can quickly swap between your token and anything depending on its value. And the way the Chainlink Oracle knows what your sole token's worth is because it's connected to um, like it's connected to where, whatever DEXs ultimately have your token. So now like price feeds are flowing, right? And and so within the CCIP system, you don't need a DEX. You can actually swap because uh, the way you think about it is like Chainlink is the DEX in the background. Does that make sense? Like, because it has an Oracle, it knows the price of everything. It's no, it totally makes sense. It, this, this is just the, the conduit token you're saying is linked mm -hmm. and it will, I understand. You're, so you're, you're, you've got this conduit basically you're creating and um, the thing is it's going to be more secure than say like the usual bridges and shit because you know bridges are usually centralized whereas this is going to have like a whole decentralized system so so this type of system is what like banking and everybody else needs as well so they're they're building a pretty robust system apparently so uh the, right i think mainnet is opening soon but like i believe arbitrum and optimism and the others those are on right now i think testnet i'm not sure if they're fully live but they're almost there soon um so wait which which cosmos chain is able to plug into ccip uh, any of them can none of them do now okay i so that's that we... not, oh I, I take that back some sommelier is connected so oh, if okay. one of you guys okay. need some research on how to do yes. this yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. okay yeah. what i'm just saying like if they have an entry point then we can actually just deploy on that chain and, and make a, a b token for them and then we would have integration through that entry point Mm, yeah perhaps right because i mean uh, ibc so chain fluid with the hooks we should be able to not have to maybe build another entry point but just utilize theirs if we can leverage it that's po that's possibly true <laughs> um I, although i don't think there's a whole lot of building with ccip i don't think there's okay. a lot to it i don't i think it might be like daps are actually using it too oh. like for example gmx did it uh, they don't have their own chain um so definitely some nft projects and different things have just incorporated directly um, the reason why you want to incorporate directly is you want not just CCIP, but you want the Chainlink NFT capability, ideally. Like for maybe not for this NFT, but maybe for the future ones. I'm not sure. But I think there's going to be a big thing where like a popular area for transferring NFTs is going to be CCIP ultimately because they're chain agnostic. That's the beauty, right? Like, you know, if it's like, so like each chain, if they have to, each blockchain, if they have to incorporate, say, for example, IBC, they face fragmentation issues. What are you going to have? Like, you're going to have a USDC Axelar sitting on Ethereum somewhere. I mean, like, what the fuck's going on? You have like all sorts of different primitives sitting everywhere. Nobody likes that shit. Nobody wants to figure out what version of USDC or whatever they have and like what channel works and what doesn't. It's just bullshit. Like, it's just simple. It's sheer nonsense. Let's just face it. Like, the, the cross chain experience right now is, is just like, the bearish case for that is it's just nonsensical. Uh, I can't even tell you how many times that I think I've like lost my money. <laughs> yeah, of USDC. <laughs> yeah, you lost money like what? Just got stuck somewhere. 
Well, yeah, but it's just like I, I'll pull it off of like uh, the exchange, and I'm I, maybe I'm going to Solana, and I'm not used to Solana, and I pull off a USDC, but it's like I need to have like USDC.e in my wallet, and I'm not seeing it for like the next three hours. And now I'm calling, I'm calling Thomas, and I'm like, oh my god, where's the money, dude? I don't know what the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like, but the point is like having a base layer of all crypto that is kind of like the bridging layer so to speak or the conduit layer and it's built by some someone that like knows what they're doing and everyone agrees that this is kind of like the internet base layer it was what ibc wanted to be but ibc has not moved fast enough to implement on all the other chains and whatnot and the the thing is ibc one of the problems with it is they haven't figured out how to pay the fucking relayers yet right the relayers are like some sort of volunteer organization at this point. It's just weird. Okay, okay but you know Terra is building out their own robust infrastructure, own relayers, own oracles, own everything. Mm -hmm. like they're about to roll out every solution that you're talking about. Mm. They're about to have that with Skip and the whole nine there. I think they're about to really blow people's minds in the next mm, couple of weeks. Hey, MB, am I wrong? Can you do you you want to confirm any of this for me or or what? <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot, but <laughs> Yeah, no, if, if if it's getting built, that's awesome. Like, um, be curious, yeah, like, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the more of these things that are, like, abstracting away the this complexity, um, the better. Because, like, right now, cross-chain activities for a newbie, um, like, it's pure mystery, man. Like, if you think about it, like, we have some idea that there's multiple chains, and we're still kind of like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Like, wait, what am I transferring where and what? You start losing track because, like, you're in different dApps and things. You're like, wait, what chain is this dApp happen to be connected to that I'm trying to transfer from? And you're you're, you're juggling the different, you know, wallet connections and whatever else. Um, the whole thing is just a mystery to me. Okay, honest. so if you have not upgraded to the latest station, I am guessing because if you have, you, I'm telling you, see this activity tab, and it, it really solves the mystery. If you upgrade your wallet, make sure you have your seed phrases. This is going to mm -hmm. be crucial. And you upgrade your wallet, and you will... Sure. Blow away, right? You hit the activity tab and look, and you'll see all the routes, all the transfers on all the chains that you have any money on on that wallet. You're like, whoa. Mm, so see. in the drop down, the drop down and the extension, and then you'll see okay. where it says the tokens, and then in the middle, you, onto the horizontal, oh. you'll see where it says activity. Bink. Okay. Click that, and you'll see it load all like the activity of all the chains that that wallet's doing. Okay, I see that. It's pretty cool, right? It helps, and that so that this is phase one and then the the next version you're gonna get a full-on dashboard because you know tfl acquired pulsar and pulsar right. is now doing the wallet integration dashboard it's gonna have a very yeah, very it. robust uh wallet tracking system asset tracking system across the entire cosmos like i'm super excited i think i think station when they're done with the dashboard is going to be one of those products that like everybody's going to end up using again because it's it's gonna, it gives you all the data that, you, that everyone is needing. You're like, oh my God, where's my money? Okay, well, we stations displaying everything. They have the oracles, they have the relayers. You can plug into them. They're offering all the infrastructure. And I, I gotta be honest, I think enterprise is, is like, I oh mean, it's gonna, everybody's gonna run their Web3 business. If you're in the cosmos, you're gonna be using station. I mean, enterprise for sure. Interesting. Um, I'm curious, you know, one thing, speaking of Terra, I'm not sure, like, so there was this, um, Obviously, there's this like news about this bankruptcy situation, right? Um, or or the the chapter eleven 
Like, who did they owe what money to? No, so they don't. So I, I spoke to Chris, and we got a, a message. They were considerate. They gave us a message. And they just said, look, we're, we are filing uh, this restructuring Chapter 11 because, you know, Doe is going to trial, and it would be silly not to protect ourselves. And this is just a strategic move so that all asset company assets are separate from whatever's happening in the trial. So this is like a good move. I don't understand why it was like an, everyone took it negatively. It's like they're battening down the hatches and they're ready to go to war with the SEC for like our freedoms. And they're ensuring that their, 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 their finances are good for the next five years. So this prevents anybody that's trying to get stuck siphon money off of dough. Right. For any kind of like theoretical, whatever criminal or whatever things they're trying to proceed against him. This stops, I believe what it does really is that this separates this from him somehow or it, I, it does two things. It like it, it stops anybody else from coming after assets. And it also it, it limits what is uh, up for grabs if he does get found liable in some sense. Who are we being lawyers tonight? Right. Hell yeah, I want to be a lawyer no, no, tonight. No, no, definitely not. I, I only know uh, enough to get yeah, in trouble. Fit. I only know enough to get in trouble, dude. Yeah, what's well, good, y'all? <laughs> hey, Do this, bitches. Chepe, I've been, I've been meaning to uh, get a couple minutes to run, run a Dow idea yeah. by you. I don't know if you've heard the rumblings. A little something okay. we passionately call B-Bot Dow. Are you familiar with BattleBots, the the show, robots fighting and shit, or Robot Wars before that? Okay. Yeah, have you you know you're familiar with the show? You've seen it, or you know what it is at least. Um. Yeah, I think so. But okay. okay. If you have HBO, just go on HBO Max and check out BattleBots. So anyway, okay. uh, most of those teams are run by like MIT and other big colleges, and then a lot of teams are run by community colleges and shit. And then you got like the random farm boy here and there that like took a rusty tractor and put a fucking actuator by, you know, and like just built something. So uh, what I want to do and what we're creating is a DAO based group that's going to take it to the top. We're going to bring the giant nut home after we win. And I'm curious what your thoughts are on a DAO powering a team of actual builders People always say, oh, we're heads down building. It's like, mm, actually, you're shitposting on Twitter. We're building a fucking robot that can cut your fucking head off. So, like, let's talk about it, you know? Uh, I think, for one, you're, it's a very... You're going to put a doubt. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. People put their money thing, and then you're going to go and, like, build an actual physical robot. Yeah, actually, we built our first robot today, uh, which was pretty exciting. Um, but okay. the idea... What do you mean? There was a couple of phase one plans. Nobody's like, what do you mean robot? It has like a little missile launcher or wheels or what? Like, what are I'm talking, talking like a 75 pound kinetic spinning battering ram of fucking nightmarish hell smacking into another 250 pound fucking robot. So by, by built this where and what? What happened? What? No, pay attention. Like, we built like, a robot. No, we as in who? Like, we as in the Dow, B bot Dow, right? So I know, but like every. Lives in one place. How'd you build well, this bro? No, I fucking Amazon that shit, bro. It came. I opened the box and fucking charged the batteries, and now I got a battle bot. Super easy. No, okay. me, me and the me and the kiddo bought it. But uh, the point of okay. the the low 
entry rate was to see if this was even like something fun and worthwhile doing. Because if I can't figure out a cheap, shitty little bot, I'm probably not going to figure out a 250 pound bot that's going to cut my head off, you know. Um, but yeah, the idea was, are you familiar with Chris and Fight Farm? Uh, the, they bet they do like UFC betting via NFTs and stuff. And nobody's uh -huh. doing betting on robot fights. Now, granted, when you look it up online, it says if you bet on robot fights, you go to jail or whatever, you know. Um, I think uh -huh. doing it that way is one, one way to like get shit started. Uh, the more I okay. think about it, the more I would almost rather focus on the STEM side of educating and building the bots because I feel like if we do somehow make it to the tournament and they're like, oh, wait, Bebot Dow, aren't you the fuckers that are like betting on this stuff? Like, no, you're disqualified. You know, <laughs> like, I feel like it might not be. We could do it as like a sub Dow that's not connected to the main one or something, possibly, but. Yeah, I don't know. That was the idea. I figure like a lot of people are doing these DAOs that don't really you do shit. Like how dope would it be to be on TV that's like the chain and the fucking DAO? Like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it could be something there. So I, I was curious what you thought about robots in general and about fighting them. Yeah. Um... But I, and is this not like, the best idea you've heard all fucking year? I mean, come on, hands up if this is a dope be, idea. Let's go. Building all these different robots that you that, like, do you commit builders? Dog, who's building all these different chains? Bunch of fucking Fiverr devs, bro. I'm finding fucking cheap ass, fucking hungry ass, fucking MIT kids, dropouts, whatever. Like, oh, you need a thousand dollars? Go build me a fucking killer robot. And then the DAO decides via governance what sort of platform, what sort of weapon. Bro, I've been up for eight days straight building a robot here. I've almost got it to Johnny Five levels. Like, we're so close. We just need a lightning storm and a little luck. A little luck. Yeah, you're talking about like an actual physical robot, and it's going to go fight where? Oh, so that's the other cool thing. BattleBots has a permanent... Listen, BattleBots has a permanent stage home in las vegas where they fight all the time okay so that's the other there's part a, of the dow is a whole industry. we're all going but the one you vegas. bought on amazon is that like is that like some sort of like oh fuck generic? no it's for eight-year-olds to figure out robots and shit because i have an eight-year-old and we figured out robots today so <laughs> okay so like if you're gonna build a like what are the rules in this in this contest? Like, what kind of robots? Well, so can there's you build? there's different weights. Uh, the big one that does the big tournament; those are the 250 pound ones. Uh, what you can mm -hmm. also do if you don't want to build one big robot is you can build two or three smaller ones. So you could do like 225 pound bots or whatever, uh, and then yeah, you just fight. And obviously, there there's the different weight classes like the beetle weight and the ant weight, which are like less than a pound. And they have these little portable arenas. Like you could go to a bar. Some of them do corporate parties and shit. Like we could roll to the TFL headquarters and like fight robots for the for the afternoon. <laughs> um, I have a yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like a fun thing to do. You know, like nobody's doing anything like that. And I figured the two groups, like crypto and roboticists, are both very autistic by nature. So I figured there would be a lot of overlap there. You know. Yeah. Um, 
Are there any rules against attaching missile launchers to these things? Yeah. Oh, so that's the, yeah, no chemical. Uh, so like you can't fucking uh, muriatic acid or fucking thermite, no explosions. You can have flamethrowers. No thermite. Um, you can have projectiles, but they have to be pneumatic powered. They cannot be uh, gun power powered. You can have flamethrowers, but they're propane. So no, no, sol- no solid propellant engines. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, Jesus. But um, now, I mean, so what, as the Dow, we could vote to make that a thing, right? And we like could build those. Like, <laughs> like, it'd have to be like a rail gun or something. Exactly. Mag- magnets. I mean, how the fuck do magnets work? I don't know. I was going to drop an EMP, you know, and call it a day. Where's my giant nut? Let's go. Can't do that, though. Yeah. We're fucking I mean, rules, right? You, so you could build an EMP. I want to do the yeah. underground version of this where you can use all that shit, you know? Bring in the fucking the heavy weapons. Bring in the nukes. Like, let's fucking see what these things really do. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. If you can't put down. I know a you've got a compound out there, right? That has enough land to yeah. to do some nuke. <laughs> yeah. If you can't, yeah. If you can't kill a few robots with a landmine, what are you doing with your life? I know. Like, oh, cool. You just like spun a fuck. You're a lawnmower. Like, let's be real. You built a fucking lawnmower. Cool. I just shot you with a railgun. Like, let's go. Exactly. So uh, we're talking about like robot killer DAO or something. Uh, it's actually called Bebot DAO. Mm. BebotDAO.com. You can see my hand coded HTML page. Uh, it's kind of taking a place. Oh, and you want to hear a crazy synchronicity. So yesterday is when we started the Telegram. Uh, we have a Telegram channel for it. We currently have 39 members there. Out of 39 people, one of them. And I don't know if they're taking the piss because it's like one of the 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 Ox Dow homies. So they may be taking the piss, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They actually were a BattleBot engineer and like fought these things. So they already know like what kind of path we would need to go to take this thing to the top and win the giant nut. Who's fucking with me? Let's go. Oh, my God. Who's coming with me, man? Who's <laughs> coming with me, man? And so you yeah, guys went yeah. down this somehow. Yeah, well, yeah. It was when... Now, uh, do you want me to talk, so you, our, you want me to talk you off this ledge? Or are you talking no, you uh, me to like, actually, you on? What I'd like is like a $500,000 seed investment to... <laughs> the robot... <laughs> yeah, we got, we got some military contracts. <laughs> We're waiting to close, so you know I'm good for it. Hmm. Hey, we got. To, he's like, we're gonna make a token. Don't worry about it. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're uh, we're currently uh, stream swapping with fucking Wolf Dick Pleb, whatever the fuck. It's called Gaze. Uh, coming soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll fly. Oh god, what a chump! I'll build a robot that just whoops his ass all day. Fucking punk ass. But yeah, I don't know. It's something fun to do, right? Like it's fun. Like, what else are we doing? You know. You got to build a robot and there's got to be like a turkey baster involved. And it's got to like, I don't know, like squirt biological material at people. Fart I mean? spray. I like that. All right. Some fart spray, some yeah. stink bombs, some cow traps. All right. I can vibe with that. Well, I, also, I don't know any robots. I think you, I was thinking just jerking off like a, a cow into the thing and then like yeah. spraying it at the, the audience or something. You know what I mean? Like it's got to be really provocative so you want like a guar concert mixed with robot fighting <laughs> I, I got you i got you i totally forgot about guar 
That's old school, man. Don't ever forget about it. Dre and Guar, bro. Two things. Don't ever forget them. Man, what was Guar? Was that like the 90s? What was the fuck oh, was yeah. that? Dude. It was like Beavis and Butthead's fucking homeboy. Guar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> I, I was just curious what a bigger brain thought. Everyone else I've talked to about it is like, oh my God, I fucking love robots. I'm like, right? Everybody fucking yeah. loves robots, bro. Come on. I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But a DAO? Just, so the DAO, just because it's a novelty, right, for the Web3, and that's obviously where we're going to suck all the liquidity from to power this thing, because they're the dumb nope. ones, right? Have you seen some of the shit these fucking idiots are minting? Good Lord. Y'all are fucking retarded. <laughs> And Boy, coming, I mean, I was, I was like a fucking pizza delivery guy and a water delivery guy, and I'm fucking mm. retarded. But, man, I am not minting half the shit y'all are, and I ain't never been sim swapped. I'll tell you what. Fucking pleb-ass kind of, OPSEC. What kind of shit have you seen going on? Oh, just fucking retarded. Like, <laughs> my favorite is, like, the five-minute turnaround where homie's in uh, there. He's like, this is the call. This is it. And then five minutes later... Uh, they rug. Sorry, guys. <laughs> like, you're really shocking. I'm wearing my shocked face. Really? Like, what? Like, give me an example. Do you have one? Uh, most of it's here? on Solana. I can't. Uh, I I can scroll through the okay. group chat. I mean, pretty much any shit going on Solana. <laughs> Everything but autism, to be honest. You're saying that on Solana, and Kappa. like, <laughs> and Kappa. like FP rug pulls or what? Oh, yeah, not me. I don't touch Solana. I don't even have a Solana wallet. You couldn't donate Solana to me if you fucking tried. Yeah. Hmm. I don't have a wallet either. Yeah, I can't. I can't be bothered with that shit, man. It's just, yeah. If I wanted That's to be DC exit liquidity, I would have kept my Levana tokens. I mean, am I right or am I right? Or am I right? <laughs> or am I right? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. We, anyway, um, that's that's all. I saw JG up here. I'd talk to him about it. I see Rack FM up in the crowd, the one man Rack FM show, and I just yeah. wanted to run it by you, see what you guys thought about it. We had our first call meeting today via Telegram, and uh, yeah, just kind of trucking along. And you know what? If if nothing comes of it, like whatever, it's just something fun to do with the kid. Like we're building little robots. Yeah. It's cool. Honestly, if 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 I'm super down with you know, raising money to break shit and have people build shit to break shit. Like, I don't, there's a, but people are doing a lot dumber shit with money, right? So, fuck it. That's what I'm saying. Like, hold my beer, motherfuckers. You want to see something dumb with money? Check this shit out. I put fucking flamethrowers on a goddamn Roomba. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got to bounce. Like Dinner's a... ready. I'm getting fucking yelled at. God damn it. I got to build a robot to fucking yell at this lady. I'll tell you. Yeah, last robot I built was like, um, it was like a built out of a GI Joe tank. I took the tank treads out of the GI Joe tank, you know, the bottom half of it, put a trash can on top, and like, you know, had some wires connecting up the robot and stuff. I also connected like a bunch of uh, like model rockets to my bicycle so that I have like missile launchers. Um, I was playing like the Cyclone on Robotech or something when I was a kid shoot people with that fucking thing it was awesome have you ever done that jg have you ever fired, fired model rockets at other other people yes i've 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 definitely done inappropriate things with firecrackers i have yes guilty 
<laughs> I'm talking about those little model rockets you buy at like Hobby Lobby and shit. Oh yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about, and and then, yeah, yeah. and then the bigger ones, I've done terribly inappropriate things by setting them in people's shoes and like all kinds of stuff. Like that. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a time when like so I was like we were um we lived in this uh, apartment complex um when I was in like junior high or something. It was, it was a pretty like uh it was a pretty sketchy area and um there was a time when me and some other kids were, were basically nerds and like they're um, we were being made fun of by, I don't know, like some random street kids. And after that, we're like, Oh no, like we won't take this anymore. So we like, mm, we, we used to ride around on our bikes all the time. That's just what you did back then. Um, if you guys don't know this, like in the eighties and nineties and stuff, people actually went outside. Um, not everyone was a child molester. Um, that came later. That was your generation. Um, and we used to go play outside and do fun shit. And um, if you got bullied and stuff, you got to step up in the neighborhood. You can't just let that go. Right. So the next time around, like, we, you know, we had we went and picked up some model rockets. We had them attached to our bikes. We had the little, you know, the little button to fire them off. You know, they're just battery powered. So you just like wire it up, tape it up to your bike just right. Next thing you know, you got fucking S-Test model rockets to you know, kill your opponents with. It was awesome. Just imagine like some kids and shit flying around your neighborhood with rockets flying off their bikes, dude. Fuck robots. You want to build a Dow? How about a missile bike Dow? How about a shark with laser beams on their head? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like it's like taking that laser pointer that you're not supposed to put in people's eye, but you put it in people's eye. See how, see what happens. See who gets a seizure. That's who gets paid out. <laughs> yeah, that's what we used to do. Like, if it was if it was taboo, we did it. That's what it was. But yeah, the that missile thing was so much fun. That was legit, man. We did that. It's like you'd have a bake scale at sale at school. You you'd like uh, raise money for rockets, and then you'd attach them to your bicycle, buy them off. No, it's what I think. Yeah, just firing them at people was, was pretty funny. Like at your friends, it was definitely a good time firing those little rockets at people. <laughs> well, no, we didn't shoot at each other. We just shot them at the, the kids next time they fuck with us. <laughs> we just They're shot like, them. God at damn, these kids are here. <laughs> right? Like you know, after that, that was the last time they messed with you. These these little retards are gonna shoot rockets at your ass. Um, they are serious. That so yeah, it didn't take long to convince them to not mess around with us anymore. It was all good. We were all friends after that. One of the kids' names was Poopy. Um, it's kind of a funny kid. And um, one of the kids used to, like, I don't know, used to go steal, like, speakers and shit from cars or something. And then, like, he'd pawn him on the side of the street. He'd be like, hey, man, do you want to buy some speakers? I'm like, yeah, sure. And um, he like, I'd be like, where'd you get these from? He's like, you wouldn't tell me. He got it from, you know, like, like the dope spot of, of rockets, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he'd sell his he'd sell his marijuana on the corner, and then like other days he'd spell them like speakers and stuff. I'm like, where'd you get that shit from? Pretty funny. My first uh, like pair of subwoofers that I put into like I took out the subs out of my dad's like old stereo, and I p- replaced the drivers in them with these for the first time. Um, and I bought them off this kid on the street who normally sells drugs, and for that day he's like, "No, I don't have marijuana today, but I've got this like." I've got these pile driver speakers, pile drivers, such like shit brand, actually, technically speaking, but I didn't know the difference at the time. 
and I bought him bought a bought him off him for like I don't know twenty five bucks or fifty bucks. I don't remember what it was. It was a lot though at the time, and uh, and I stuck him in my dad's uh, speaker cabinets. They weren't even, they probably weren't even the right like you know uh, impedance and stuff. I didn't know shit back then. I just wired him up, but man, do they make the speakers sound so much better? But yeah, these like I don't know the. We used to do shit back in those days. Kids now don't know how to do fucking anything. Most kids today are retarded. I don't know about building robots. I doubt it. That's I'm a little bit like I'm a little suspicious about Finn's concepts. I don't think people can build shit these days. Well, I mean, maybe this will help. You know, maybe this is the type of initiative to get people fucking doing shit again, right? I heard heard handyman. Handymen are like in high demand. Like you can't even like get a handyman anymore <laughs> i used to build a lot of shit like, I can, like I've, I've got a soldering iron the whole works in my garage so like i can definitely build stuff but like i'm not impressed with other people being able to do it like not very many people can build anything anymore like it's pretty it's a pretty rare phenomenon kids now are like good at like playing on the ipad or whatever right they're you, they're good at googling shit and like yeah, googling, up. googling shit <laughs> 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 i don't think yeah like uh, you knew the days that people building shit came to an end when like i don't know um like radio shack closed down or something they used to have all the like resistors and capacitors and everything right there like you just get them off the shelf right like that you don't even have that anymore like no but i mean you have all that shit on amazon though unfortunately that's, that's why right like, yeah, so you, have, you, have, you have mouser and stuff we got all those. <laughs> yeah I mean, if you know what you're looking for, you definitely can find it still online. It's just yeah, but like, the, but the online world is sort of like this invisible land in the in magic land somewhere. Uh, there's something about having those stores that were local that you could actually physically look at this. Oh, they're resistors and they're this and that. You know, like it felt different. Like it's not the same as like um, I don't know if you were to ask how many how many kids in America today have gone on Mouser and bought like, I don't know, resistors or capacitors that, you know, you're probably talking like 0.1% of kids probably like that have any idea that actually, I think you're being generous. Let's be honest. Yeah. I'm being generous. It's probably less than that for sure. Like, I mean, people don't know how to build anything anymore. So that's the only thing about robot doubt here. I'm like, like it probably is a very specific group of retard autistic energy that does that at this point. So what you're saying is Coach Bruce should get involved with this? Oh, Coach, no. He, I don't think he, he just has... said autistic energy. I didn't say it. You said it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the robot thing is definitely not his vibe, pretty sure. I guess it could be. I don't know. It could be somebody's brand of autism. He might, he might dig it. Who knows? Yep, yep. Anyway. Hey, I'm I'm like Finn. I actually have to boogie too. I gotta do dinner. I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hang around too long. All right, fellas, I got a jam. I'll see you on the flip side, Stephanie. All right, catch you. Catch everyone else later. I'm gonna go up to monkey around this damn app all evening long. Hopefully, ever have, uh, no one gets poor. Enjoy the day. Good night, guys. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate.
Hang around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all faithless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear, flexing broken knives I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knives And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality Stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers, motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.